and welcome to the Outpost Frequencies. You can see we've spared, we've spared no expense in celebrating our 100th live stream. Bugger. Um, but yes, this is the... This is the 100th live stream by the uh, out from the out from the last movie outpost, and like you say, we've we've spared no expense. Matt has been joined by Kanye West, which is nice. Um, so yes, and we've and we've got a full house. So yes, hello Matt, how are you today? I'm good, thank you, mate. How's everyone? Loving the hat. Thank you very much. Looks very much it, like the Pope. It's um, it, I, I genuinely, it's taken me at least. 30, 30 seconds to make this. <laughs> it's a funny, you even cut bits out of your headphones. Come on. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Jury's out. Yeah. I'm amazed your wife let you near sharp scissors. Mm. I know she cut them for me. Um, Don't you, you know, he's still using those uh, safety scissors like they gave yeah. us in kindergarten. <laughs> Teacher says when I can, when I can do the scissoring without with my tongue out and I can be given sharp ones. Yeah. <laughs> When he, cut butter. when he stopped when he stops eating paste he can finally have the big boy scissors <laughs> um yes and we've got dr david duke i don't know who that is didn't just let it how's it going gentlemen i can't believe we finally got to 100 and we can now after today stop we don't have to do this no more <laughs> <laughs> after the after the 100th we get paid <laughs> oh, that's the best joke of the day right there <laughs> we and, do it for the last course, money and of course with us as always who's been through all 100 of these as as we can tell because he is only 25 he's drunken yoda how, how you doing guys i decided to actually live up to my name and have some of the finest wines from the cardboard boxes in the liquor store. <laughs> 30, $36 a bottle. <laughs> no, it is actually a box. I'm not kidding. It's, it's, the, it's the old joke sort of saying, I would like your finest bottle of wine, please. Oh, that's going to be $200. I would like your most $8 bottle of wine, please. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> I've just looked up who Dr. David Duke is. <laughs> We're obviously, <laughs> we're obviously on the same thinking pattern on this one. I'm going to leave that for now. John is our resident horrible racist. That's all you need to know, Phil. Uh, okay. Allegedly. Um, we've already had a comment from YouTube. I have video evidence from 100 episodes. It's uh, not a legend at all. That's taken out of context. That's taken we, out of context. So for our 100th live stream today, because okay. we have got a lot to get through, for our 100th live stream today, we are talking about our top 25 movies. And Paul has just said that, I hope the thing from another world is on someone's list. It, um, it, it it's well, close. Yeah, it's close. It, let me tell you, it would be on if the list went to twenty six. You know, today <laughs> it would be in the it would be on that list. But there, there's there is very little overlap, and some of that is on purpose because many of the movies that are on each other's lists could be on my list, on, and so on, on so everybody's forth. list. Yeah. yeah, and and some of the at least for me, it was kind of like how I felt at that moment. So if you ask me to do this list, you know, next Wednesday, it may come up a little different. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. and I, I okay. must admit, I, I must think... admit, I I didn't put mine in a particular order, but they are all movies that are in my top twenty-five. Apart from number one, my number one is my number one movie. 
I think that everybody's probably like top five would be consistent from week to week, but the rest of them, it's very much like you said, depends on like your mood that week. I, I think past like the top five or ten, you know, um, it's probably okay, very. Yoda. Yeah, let's go. So let's go for it. So Yoda, what is what is everybody's top or twenty fifth favorite movie? We've got a brilliant layout there. So uh, just to read them out, Yoda's is Major League. Mine is the raid. Yoda's, uh, Yoda, sorry, Sean's is uh, Robocop, the original, obviously. And Matt's is Interview with a Vampire. So who should we start with? Let's start with Matt. What makes what makes Interview with a Vampire in your top 25 list, mate? Oh, I don't know. It's just excellent. I think it's just an unappreciated gem. It's not many people would actually put it on their list. I spoke to a few people this week about the top 25. And when I said when I said I've got interviewed with Vampire on it, they're like, "Really?" I'm like, yeah. "Have you watched it?" And they're like, mm, "I've not watched it for years." I'm like, "Check it out; it's great." So I just like I just love everything about it. I love the whole setup. I love the whole story. The music's fantastic. Obviously, Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise um, and Christian Slater. It's just a great. And it's just such a shame because the books were awesome as well. And it's just a shame they could never get get past the first one because the sequels were just terrible. And right. I've just watched, I, funny enough, I've just watched the two first episodes of the TV series. You know why? And what did uh, you make of that? They were good up until they felt the need to show us two vampires sodomizing each other whilst floating through the air. And then I just went, I'm out. I'm you know out. what? You know what makes to see it? You know what makes that movie worthy of the uh, of a twenty of a twenty five top twenty five list is the part where uh, Tom Cruise as Lestat picks up the dead body and goes, oh, the old girl's still got life in her yet. <laughs> <laughs> that really that really made the movie for me. I, no joke. Cruise okay, is, so, Cruise is brilliant okay. in it as well, though. Cruise is brilliant That's how it's it. Kirsten she's, she's fantastic. Yeah. And such a rarity to see Tom Cruise in a role like this as opposed to like the action mm. hero. A really, really a random, film. really random one about for this is it stars a guy called Roger Lloyd Pact, who's in a British sitcom over here called Only Fools and Horses, where he plays this character called Trigger. Yes. And it, it, it's really weird because his character Trigger is basically an idiot. Um, and seeing him in this movie was kind of just like, oh, no way, it's Trigger. And he was acting yeah. really, really well. And you kind of forget that these actors do a very really good job. Do you um, relate? Yeah. Yeah. Do you relate to Trigger? Are you like, he's literally me? Whenever you watch it, yeah, not, I think he's yeah. One, my friend uh, just said, Matt. One, my friend just sent me a text and said that uh, you apparently uh, ignored the gay themes in the Anne Rice books. What do you well, have to say about that? What do you have to say about that? You fucking bigot. <laughs> <laughs> trans, well, trans who says I ignored them? <laughs> I didn't. Wasn't me. Hey, but hey, to be fair, is that why you fire. can't get the pages apart anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my 13th version of it. <laughs> well, the movie had some they, of that. They were not happy, that was, were not happy with that when I took those books down to that charity shop. <laughs> the movie had some of that too, but at least it was like when writers knew how to do subtext and yeah. Yeah. you know leave a little bit to the imagination and, yeah. and yeah. let the viewer kind of see between the lines and put some layers in there. Oh, yeah. what a what it, a magical time that was. It was always okay. alluded to that they liked a bit of vampire bum, and that wasn't a problem. But mm -hmm. like I said, the new series was 
then bumming each well, other, and then wait they a minute, wait a minute, the uh, black in, homosexual man in the 1800s or something. I was like, well, oh, I can't be doing this. Do they really have sex? Because if I remember correctly, and I'm and I do, in the Anne Rice novels, they actually <laughs> didn't have sex or intercourse. The vampires were not even capable of actual, you know. Oh, I'll take your set. word, mate. I've not read them for years and years, but yeah, like they they yeah. they lose their libido, like they get off from sucking each other's blood and stuff. Um, oh my no, friend... they, they bum each other, <laughs> floating in the air. Very romantic. Okie doke. Yeah. I tell you, we we do have an awful lot of movies to go through. Yeah, let's so keep going. We, keep we going. have spoken about. Let's talk about Sean's number twenty-five, which was the original RoboCop. Sean, why did you put that on your list? Why wouldn't I? I mean, it's a fucking stone cold classic, man. <laughs> it's got every, movie. yeah, it's a perfect movie. It's got everything that you'd want: extreme violence, blood, <laughs> and it also has what will be on my um, scariest movie moments list. One of the scenes that scarred the hell out of me as a kid is the dude when he comes out of the toxic waste and he's melting oh, yeah. and shit. You know, but uh, perfect. That movie, was where the man. guy got his dick shot off. He had bad memories yeah. of that. Yeah. Guns, guns, guns! Come on, Sal. The Tigers are playing tonight, and I never miss a game. Bitches leave. <laughs> Bitches leave. Best. That might be the best line of any movie ever. It is. It is. It is a classic. It is an absolute belter. I haven't seen it for a long time, but I need to watch it again. I remember over here in the UK, it caused massive controversy. No. There was a there was a UK cut. And mm. so they cut out most of the violence, but a friend of mine managed to get an unedited version, and it was just like. <laughs> there is a there is there is an extended cut now that you can get, and uh, it's more violent. But it, it like the only bit is the the scene where Ed two hundred nine kills the executive at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah. it, it goes on for like a minute or something, yeah. and he's like laying on the table, and it's just like. Bah, 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 and you just. Yeah, it goes on like so much longer than it does in the normal theatrical cut. And that's really the only thing that they added to it back. But I wonder how um, many bruises that poor guy had on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um my my twenty-fifth was the raid. Now I actually put it down as the raid and the raid two because mm -hmm. they are to me, if I'm gonna watch one, I'm gonna watch both of them. That's cheating. Just, cheating. Don't care. Um, with them though, that it is just again, they are just the perfect action movie. Of, I mean, the first one is called Raid Redemption, and obviously, it's kind of about him getting redemption with his brother and everything else. And a lot of people say it's very much like um, Dread that came out, and it, the, the story is very similar, but the action is just unbelievably good. And the tension, the bit that always gets me is when him and his mate are in that false wall. And the blade mm. keeps coming through and it cuts across his cheek and he holds it to wipe the blood off as it goes through and stuff. Yeah. And it's just, oh, it's an, both of them are an absolute masterpiece of work. Be best martial arts movies ever made, in my opinion. Mm. Which, and randomly, what I also like about it is it was made by a Welsh guy, but in Indonesia. <laughs> oh, yeah. This Welsh guy, just kind of, yeah, Gareth Ev M. Evans, yeah. kind of came out of nowhere and just sort of made this unbelievably good film and it was kind of like who directed this oh Welsh guy. It, uh, it is okay. it is a um oh man it is a tour de force as they would say and it, it, have you seen it yoda i know you have yeah i've yet. seen them both oh, yeah. um i think uh i love them both but i think the first one is a much better movie yeah, it, it moves mm. I, it's, it gets it's just so like it's, tight. I, it's I very think tight. that scene 
yeah, the scene you're talking about where he gets his the tension, where he gets his cheek cut mm. and he has to clean the blade as the guy pulls it out of his wall so he doesn't get caught and it doesn't make any noise or anything. I mean, those kinds of moments, they I don't know. You're I feel like it just breath. gets way too spread out a little bit in the second one. I I mm. I like that they didn't just redo the second one and I mm. or the first one, excuse me. But yeah. I I don't know, it just felt like it kind of I, I very good. Really enjoyed it. I'm not trying to take anything away from the raid too. I just think the raid is like a bona fide classic oh, for the ages. Absolutely. Like I, I say agree. to me, if if I'm going to watch one, I'm going to watch. I'm quite happy to watch both of them. You know, and just have that one like five hour long session of um, fantastic martial arts. <laughs> it's um, exhausting. <laughs> yeah. When when you get that that the payoff is the end of the raid too when it starts like so his cover's blown and the whole thing that I mean that's the payoff for setting through some slower moments because it's just a not so much the slower moments. I just I don't know. Maybe it's pacing, but maybe you're right. I don't know. I just the first one just I, I think I liked all the claustrophobia in the first one because you're mm. stuck in that building. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Okay, so Yoda, your twenty-fifth was major league. Yeah, so uh, it's probably kind of an unusual one or one you guys weren't expecting to see on the list. I have a I have a real soft spot for those slobs versus snobs movie. Right. And there was a lot of them starting with Animal House <clears throat> back in the day, and then I think probably the last good one, I think when it finally the genre was done, was PCU in 94. So it almost had like 18 year run of those kinds of movies. You had Caddyshack, you say Police Academy. There was all sorts of twists on the genre. But I like Major League because it's it it is just as funny as any of those movies, but it also has a sincerity and a sports movie aspect to it of the, the team you want to see win. It it never it never gets so silly that you don't, you know, that they're not taking the actual game and the actual sport seriously. And that balance is really hard to achieve. And you got a lot of people in there that, you know, you had Charlie Sheen when he was young and he wasn't, you know, full of tiger blood yet. And I, uh, that, that's what I, that's what I'm calling games. Yeah. Tiger oh. blood. Uh, subtlety, Sean, uh, subtlety. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, sorry. Grid. <laughs> Rene Russo, uh, Tom Berenger, and Wesley Snipes in a very early role. And uh, the, the guy who played the president, 24, plays this hilarious voodoo Jamaica guy. <laughs> and yes. and uh, there's just there's just great uh, Corbin Birdson um, as the, the hoity-toity overpaid all-star that's kind of past his years. And all of it works. All mm-hmm. of it just is, every bit of it is really, really funny to me. And so I, I picked it because I wanted to pick a slobs versus snobs. As much as I love Caddyshack and some of these others, it they're all a little bit more one-dimensional. And this one kind of makes them both work somehow. Mm-hmm. And I never get tired of watching it. And then on top of it, you got Bob Euchre, who I think would be um. the greatest announcer of all times when he's throwing <laughs> charlie sheen is throwing the ball and he's missing all over the place he like hits it like 70 feet yeah. to the just, just a bit outside, a bit outside. <laughs> yeah. he tried the corner and missed <laughs> yeah. he just he's he just so enthusiastic and jaded at the same time and it's <clears> it's really a wonder to watch so i i love the movie and i put it in probably every spring because Baseball is not what it used to be, and I miss 
those days of the 80s and 70s when baseball was still a huge deal. I really loved it. And I haven't really watched much baseball, but I like the game and I like a great baseball movie. So yeah, did some slobs versus snobs. It's a, it's a hilarious uh, movie and it, uh, I'm, all the way around. I'm a little surprised that you rate it higher than Revenge of the Nerds 2, which I consider a classic. <laughs> now, come on. Revenge of the Nerds <laughs> 1 had actual rape. Why would you not like that more? <laughs> because you know that's a, I hadn't thought about that. Well, I tell you why. I tell you why. Because the girl liked it in the first one. It's no good if they like it. Feel <laughs> right and make a note of that for our top ten all time titillating rape movie. I, I, and there, yeah. and there we, and there we thought there was a level, and it's just way worse. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to our number 24. Yoda, if you can bring that up for us. Bringing it up now. There we go. Okie doke. So going in reverse order this time. Matt, you've got Young Ones. <clears throat> let's say that again. Young Guns, not Young Uns. That's young Guns. That's a completely different movie. <laughs> young Young Uns. Uns? No, that's the one you watch at night <laughs> when you hope that the, yeah. the Bobby. That's the one you watch after cuties. Yeah, that's the one that you hope. That's the one he hopes the Bobbies don't find out about. This is our hundredth episode, guys. We've got new people in the audience. Get, get I thought, best behavior. Best behavior. Get it together. I, get I, it thought, together. I thought. I thought for the hundredth episode, we were getting a hundred offensive jokes. Um, <laughs> and I'll Sean, be next you've week got when nobody watches. Sean, you've got Repo Man. Uh, I've got Martyrs, and Yoda has got Shane. So uh, let's go in a different order. I forget oh, this is going to go in. Um, how, how about you start us off, Yoda? Um, what is it you like about Shane? The end? Shane, Shane, I love you, Shane. <laughs> actually, well, I actually, you say that, but I actually do love the end right. because it's like, does he die? Yeah. Uh, try, you know, going on. Mm. I believe he does. And that's the. That's the heartbreaking part of it. It's the it's the death of the old West, and mm -hmm. for such an old movie, and when fifties movies were really lacking on subtlety when it comes to their westerns, um, <laughs> Shane is, I think, one that stands apart. And I remember this was a movie I ended up they they we had to read the book and we had to watch the movie for like eighth grade English class or something. I don't book know. book. I know. Ugh. <laughs> And um, yeah, schools, torture, torture centers. Uh, <laughs> but I, the movie stuck with me for some reason. I remember us all, you know, because eighth grade boys are psych psychopaths, so we were all making fun of it. But it was, it was one that I, you know, put in later in life, and I just really took to it. Jack Palance is awesome as as uh, Wilson, and um, you know, Alan Ladd is great, and and all the supporting characters and this whole you know the death of the old west and the, and the taming of the west and all these thematic and symbolic things that are going on in it that are all represented by these different people and shane is guy just wants to put all that behind him and he can't so you have kind of you know it reminds me a little bit of unforgiven sometimes has a little bit of that kind of vibe to it, you know, a guns a gunslinger who just wants to put it all back behind him and he's dragged back into it, you know. Doesn't it remind you of Pale Rider, which is an obvious I have of not it? watched Pale Rider and I need to. Mm. I've seen Silverado and a couple of those others. I've seen a lot of Clint Eastwood Westerns, but Pale Rider has always kind of slipped under my radar. 
Uh, but somebody talked about it. I think it was critical critical drinker. Maybe he talked about it the other day, and I was like, "Oh Jesus, how? I'll just, I, my damn list keeps getting worse and worse." And I, I put all my time into this shit, so I don't have time to watch it. <laughs> when you when you say worse, you mean longer? Yes, longer <laughs> and longer. Um, we'll, we'll get a lot. We'll say we'll try and stick to some kind of order. But my twenty fourth was Martyrs. Uh, which is a film that myself and Sean have talked about that you can see on uh, our channel uh, under the controversial movies. Martyrs is an unbelievably brutal film to watch. It's it's pretty horrendous. It starts off with a girl escaping from a torture chamber, basically, and she rescues another girl at the same time. And then they track down the family that they think did it and literally just turn up and blow away the whole family. But that's literally, that's kind of in the first 30 minutes Whereas then they end up in another torture chamber where this girl is just beaten literally to death almost every day until she is then skinned alive and actually brought to the moment of Spoilers. Death. Spoilers. If you haven't seen it, it's tough luck. And you knew what this was. In the background? Who's, who's talking in the background? That's uh, oh. uh that would be... <laughs> that's my that's my sergeant watching football. Hold on, mate. I was just sort of thinking, oh great, we've got ghosts. It's okay. Every guy with this shit. <laughs> Don't you beat your sons like all parents do? Yeah. No, they're bigger than me now. Oh, God damn it. I hate it when it happens. And so, and so, at the end of the movie, basically, it turns out that a. a, a a sort of cult or an underground sort of group of supremacists of, of, of rich people are trying to find out what happens at the moment of death. And this girl is so close to death. She tells one of the people what happens, what's there, whatever it is. You don't hear it, but this woman immediately just goes off and shoots herself. And so for me, it's a film that just stuck with me for so long. Cause I still think about it now and thinking, you know, what did, what did she say? What could you possibly say that, you know the the edge of death is actually like and it's like say it's a brutal movie and it's it's a really hard watch but at the same time i think it's absolutely brilliantly made degenerate that's what it sounds like no it's pretty it's pretty good but it's not for the normies watching that's for sure yeah um carl has just said online just to uh, um get it out there you know he says sounds like a brutal film it is it's horrible and it's really uncomfortable to watch but the, uh, to me, the ending of it, like I say, it's just one of those films that stuck with me for years after I saw it. It's brilliant. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a great film that I never want to watch again. I've only seen it twice. And again, it's kind of one of those films that, yeah, I've seen it twice. It's it's not like I put it on every Christmas. Hey, kids, <laughs> let's sit down and watch Martyrs. <laughs> but it is it is a fantastically good film. It's Unless they're really behind and still talking about Shane. I don't know. <laughs> um sean your number 24 was repo man uh, mm -hmm. by alex cox as i remember yeah, um what 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 is it you love about that film uh just it's so insane it's it's great it's set in the 80s and it's about a uh emilio estevez is a punk and he through a weird series of events becomes a repo man and then they're on the hunt for a car that has an alien in the, in the trunk <laughs> and it's sort of like a bunch of vignettes about L.A. life. And, you know, me as a citizen of L.A. my whole life. It really speaks <laughs> to me. 
<laughs> I'd go on. Got Harry Dean Stanton in that. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, anything it. with Harry Dean Stanton. You know, if you get yeah. a lot of old grizzled Stanton, you you got a good movie. Yeah. So is it one of those films that you watch and then think to yourself, "I'm never going to L.A." No, it's, uh, it's no. That's what the news is for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that movie, the movie actually makes you think it would be pretty cool, but no. The, oh, right. Yeah, it's a re- it's a really good movie. It's um, yeah, it, I think it. I, I was just gonna say I haven't seen it in many years, but I do remember enjoying it when I first watched it. Uh, Arrow Video has a special edition of it on Blu-ray that you can see with lots of extras and stuff. If for those that care about that sort of thing. I would go on more about it, but you guys have spent like 10 minutes each talking about your movie. So, I, and watch the clock here. So that's cool. I mean, like I say, on. it's one of those, it's one of those films that I think is, is quite unusual. And I think if, but it's kind of one of those films that every cinephile should watch at least once in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. It really is a uh-huh. good movie. It's a lot of fun, too. I'll have to put it back on the list. Um, I like it. Matt. Yours was your twenty fourth was Young Guns. Yeah, another rest of Another rest of his one. Yeah, listen, mm. cowboys, guns, shooting, violence, revenge. That's all you yep. need to know. Every all the good stuff. All the good it stuff. Has, it was actually the film that made me like westerns. To be honest with you, no shit. <laughs> I've got to yeah. say this as I, well. I was never really into westerns. I was more sci-fi. But watched Young Guns when I was younger, and I was like, "Fucking hell, that's I'm all over it." Did you? I like love the historical accuracy too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's rumors they're making a third. So mm. <laughs> old guns? Old yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, again, it is one of those films that like saying, I mean, I was never a big fan of Westerns. Uh, my dad like watched a few of them, but I was never a big fan. But Young Guns is is one of those westerns you can enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a very eighties movie. Uh, very eighties. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and Cole just said, you know, it was the Brat Pack. It was the Brat Pack. It really, yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, it's a great. It it's was... a. It is a great movie. There. And, and for point of interest, uh, Emilio does carry the same kind of guns that um, the real Billy the Kid carried in the film, a Colt Thunderer and a Peacemaker. Not that anybody yeah, gives a shit. But but did he yeah. shoot his cameraman? No, that's a that's a different that's a a different movie. You're not commit. You're not method acting if you're not shooting your DPs. He's gone to get his guns. I was going to say, I bet he's. I bet he's got one. Thank God, this is remote. (laughs) (laughs) Sean's going to get his weapon out live on air. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm going to show it to you. (laughs) Oh, no way, a pea shooter. Um, Okay, Yoda, could you? Can you call up 24 for right there, us? There uh, 23, 23. Look how long the barrel is on it there, Phil. <laughs> so again, in no particular order, Sean's is Red Dawn. Mine is Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Yoda's is Singing in the Rain. And um, Matt is Gladiator. Uh, I'll start this time. I I do I do like a good musical. I'm not going to lie. I do like a good bit of music and, and something to sing along to. Nightmare Before Christmas is one of those films that's so beautiful to watch. And it has got a brilliant story about how Jack Skellington lives in Halloween Town and every October 31st they come out and scare all the kids and everything else. But he discovers Christmas Town and doesn't realise that there are other holidays. And so when he sees Christmas, he thinks to himself, oh, I'd like to do Christmas. And I think there is the dark humour in there that obviously Jack Skellington, who is the king of 
king of Halloween is then giving presents to children, which are like severed heads and snakes and stuff like that, um, which I do quite like. But I think the music is absolutely fantastic in it. There's some really good numbers. And I just, I like I say, I'm a, I'm a sucker for an animation. And I'm a sucker for a musical. And it is easily my favorite. I, I just, I have always had a problem with that movie, which basically it appears that the message is know your place. Don't try anything new. Do what you're told. But it, I, I suppose you could look at it that way, but at the same time, I like, the I, fact, saw it. I like the fact that at the end, Jack sort of says on oh, next year for Halloween, I've got some great ideas. So it is kind of about expanding your mind and sort of doing the best that you can, I suppose, in your own skin. But I never looked at I it suppose. like that. Oh, well, you've just ruined so it. Your me. dog needs to know his place. Yeah, sorry. So, <laughs> your dog needs to know his place. Bargain. It, I've never seen it, so I don't give a shit. Really? Oh, man. Again, it's one of those films that it should be. It's, it's right. I, it's I love it. Anyway, I, I, I know it. why it's, I understand why it's a classic. I get it. It just, I think part of it is also that it's been so hot topic to death. I'm just kind of like, I'm over it. I just get tired of seeing it every year for Halloween and all the. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, I've actually got the soundtrack in my car and I do like putting it on every now and then and singing to Jaskins. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Anyway, anyway. Right, Matt, you've made a mistake in this list here because your number 23 was you've put the thing, but it's got a gladiator. Spoilers for the next one. Oh, I might have changed you put, it. You put, you put gladiator. So, um, I mean, the picture, it's, the it's, picture is the is the law. Um, yeah. It's obviously a stupid one to say, but why do you like gladiator? Blood, guts, fighting, <laughs> moments. Yeah. Tigers. Do the, do the speech. Do the speech. No, I'm not doing a bloody speech, but <laughs> it's just, it just I, can't, I stumbled across it on um, Sky the other night, actually, and I was like, do you know what? I forgot how good this film was. Oliver Reed as well. Yeah. CG Oliver Reed as well. Mesmerising towards the end, yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I what, just... what can I say about it? It's just, it's just an all-round awesome mm. film, and obviously his hands in the soundtrack, he's just golden. I mean, it's, it's kind tremendous. of a, it's a, I, I want to say a timeless story. It's one of those stories where it's, it's kind of like the same as Ben-Hur and, and a few other films where it's kind of like a fall from grace and then getting yourself back up, back up up there. But again, it's just so beautifully done. Like I say, with the music oh. and, and I remember, oh, this is so stupid. I remember somebody saying about the special effects in it and I was going, special effects in Gladiator. Yeah. Yes. They didn't, they didn't build those arenas. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I just, I just DC fanboy, DC fanboy films. You've got obviously Jor-El, Wonder Woman's mum and the Joker. <laughs> I just keep thinking of, uh, the movie airplane. Do you like movies about gladiators, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, your number twenty-three was Red Dawn, the the eighties, the eighties. Yeah, what <laughs> is not to like the John Milius written and directed classic of comedy killing? <laughs> I mean, it's every boy's dream, isn't it? Where it was in the eighties, you, yeah. you run in the mountains uh, and shoot communists. Who doesn't want that? I mean, maybe not get... having my family killed, but other uh, than that, yeah. <laughs> Don't be such well, a Hang on, hang on. Which, which, which members of my family? Because yeah. <laughs> can I pick and choose? <laughs> well, yeah. And Charlie yeah. Sheen, well, Charlie Sheen again. Yeah. Charlie Sheen is in it, yeah. And uh, yeah. Patrick Cut, Swayze, Leah Thompson. 
Mm-hmm. Jennifer uh, Gray. Yeah. Jennifer Leah Gray. Thompson. See Thomas Thanks. Howe. Yeah. Harry Dean Stanton is in that one. Harry Dean Stanton. That's right. It's no wonder. Avenge me! Avenge Matt, me! Matt, you've made a list for us and shown where the crossovers are, but why haven't you done where the crossovers are with the actors and directors and stuff? Oh, well, <laughs> sorry about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't pay him enough, that's why. You can, you can look forward to our 200th live stream when Matt has finished that list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the funny thing is, behind the scenes, you actually asked me to make a fucking pie chart of it. <laughs> <laughs> How did you turn that into a pie chart? <laughs> <laughs> it's because you'd made such a detailed list. That's why I thought, oh, we could do that as a pie chart and then have like a corporate meeting about it. <laughs> yeah. And as we can see uh, here, uh, here, uh. and here, these movies have all rated the same. <laughs> we're never anyway. We're never going to get through this list with the amount of no, time. No, no, right, so number twenty-three for Yoda was singing in the rain. Uh look, I I have a soft spot for nice optimistic musicals, and singing in the rain is the best. Gene Kelly at his at his finest. Uh, Debbie Reynolds, uh, Donald Connor in a very funny moment. It's uh, mm. got not a insincere bone in its body, and uh, and it, and I love it for it. It is uh, it very very wholesome of you. Yeah, yeah, well, it, it, it can't it can't all be cannibal rapists, you know. You gotta <laughs> throw in some variety once in a while. Unfortunately, I, that's I, true. I do love singing in the rain. It's it is just brilliant. Uh, the whole story, the way it plays out, is just is great. Hold on a minute. End- Hold on a minute. They did link it to rape because it was in Clockwork Orange when Alex was raping that woman while singing. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! That's there where that's where Sean got the idea of singing it during. Yeah. Um, <laughs> number. I'll never number forgive 20, you, Matt. Number twenty-two. Please. <laughs> number twenty-two, please, Yoda. Come on up. Oh, what's I what's up with that? What? Well, Why I hit are we the wrong one. You? Oh, there we go. Because I'm awesome. <laughs> um, I think you should okay. leave that graphic up. Sean's is uh, Blade Runner. Matt's is The Thing. Mine is Ikira. And Yoda is 12 Angry Men. Uh, uh, feel, feel. It's pronounced. One Ak- of these things is not like the other. It, it's, pronounced, it's pronounced Akira. You Akira. It. Akira. <laughs> no, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's a car, it's... Acura. <laughs> Ak- uh, Akira. It's Akira. Akira, isn't it? Akira. If you're okay. West, and, if you're Yoda... Western, yes, but if you're and Yoda, Japanese... and Yoda sees twelve angry men. <laughs> well, there's only four on this one, so <laughs> we'll have to make two. Um. Okay. Uh, Matt, why don't you start us off? What's good about the thing? Fucking everything. Everything. It's a perfect. <laughs> everything. You know what I mean? There's not a bad thing about the whole Nothing. film. It's just an absolute masterpiece. It's a per- so. it's yeah. perfect movie and the greatest horror movie ever made. End of discussion. Yeah. And I know for a fact that Cole, who's commenting, is my friend who was out bearing it up yesterday, and it's also one of his favourites. So, sorry, it's not high up the charts, Cole, but twenty two is a good spot. Childs is the thing at the end too. By the way, for anybody watching, spoilers. You think he's. Oh, he absolutely is. It's with, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can again, I can lay it all out for you after the stream to explain it to you. All right, let's do that. Um, okay, so uh, Sean, Blade Runner. Oddly enough, just to mention, Yoda is doing a video on Blade Runner, uh, which will be available soon on our channel. But yes, Blade oh, Runner. Nice. Well, now that Phil took my time discussing my movie, let's move on. Good. Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go on. Um, give us, such I a mean, baby, David Duke. Come on. <laughs> It's what, doc, what, that's Dr. David Duke to you. Right. 
What it's is it a, you like about Blade oh, Runner? Dude, come on. I mean, what, what <laughs> well, can be, is a nice way. I know. You know, what can be said that's not already been said? I mean, it's iconic. It set the tone for every cyberpunk mm. thing that ever come after it, really. It's kind of a, you know, you know, it's just. Yeah, I, I think it's probably, probably one of the most beautiful films ever made as well. Without question, yeah. I and think and that soundtrack as well. It's but just, now yeah. I should I should yeah, specify it's... though that my the the one that yeah, I picked version? for yeah the original US theatrical cut the rest of them I don't like I don't like the okay. tinkering with it I like the original I like the uh, the overdub you know narration yeah. I like the original mm -hmm. I don't that's the only one that I personally like. Fair enough. Um, I, I don't like the overdub narration. I like the final cut, except for one major thing, which I will get into in my video, which I think you will agree with, Sean. Um, Yoda, 12 Angry Men. That's, I'll take uh, it that's the original version. Yes, absolutely. The original version. Um, just a, a, a finely crafted piece of cinema with... Um, <laughs> ding! What uh, was that? With, <laughs> Round one. Yeah. <laughs> 12 <laughs> angry men, man. Uh, no, it's just 12 guys in a jury room working their way through a case. One guy says, I think not guilty. Everybody else is guilty. And they just work their way through the evidence and they get to know these people. And the, the cinematography is fantastic because it starts out very wide and they closer and closer in. You get a lot of close on shots as things get more and more tense and taut and they have to work their way through some of these guys. And it's just, uh, I, I mean, it's all in one freaking room the entire time yeah. it's and sort somehow of, sort of it a works perfectly yeah it's it's almost a character study in a weird way how yeah. would you how would you rate it against uh, anatomy of a murder by the way because that's another masterpiece of a courtroom sort of ah uh, it's been so long since i've seen that one i'd have to look um i i 12 angry men is the one that sticks with me so i'm gonna say it's better but i tell you my my favorite is uh trial at nuremberg but i don't like the ending because all the nazis get because uh, all the nazis convicted. get yeah <laughs> i mean with 12 angry men what's great about it is is it's just it is down to just pure writing acting and directing and i mean obviously you've got other things in there but i mean there's no cg or special effects that you can fall it's black it's and white just, it's, it's, it, no 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 but what i'm saying is is nowadays they kind of like you know no like but Cameron's, i mean Cameron's they didn't Avatar even need yeah, no, but I mean, Cameron's Avatar 2 is all about the special effects. And it's yeah. like, this kind of movie is not that at all. This is just this is just pure cinema of, of, of like I say, 12 men acting and just doing a fantastic job. And it's perfectly brilliant. cast from top to bottom. Yeah. <clears throat> right, mine is Akira. There you go. Akira. Mine is Ikea. <laughs> Fucking Ikea? <laughs> Swedish why furniture. Why are you I, making fun of all other cultures, you friggin' bigot, man? <laughs> oh, have you been on this show? As soon as the camera goes off, it all changes, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> Akira is just one of those films. I remember seeing it when I was younger. It was the first CD that I ever bought. It was a soundtrack to that movie. Mm. But just the film itself was just... I did because people kept going on about it, and I kept thinking animation. Oh, no, I don't think so. But the story is just—it's fantastic, and I still don't know kind of whether I fully understand the story still after watching it so many times. But it's just—it's a brilliant piece of work from beginning to end. Uh, the whole thing—I—I uh -huh. I, I, I love yeah. it. If 
far as I could tell, it's just a very large blob creature that's mad at Canada. Which I don't know what Canada. Canada. Is. <laughs> okay, let's really hates maple syrup. I guess I don't know. Mm. Let's call up twenty twenty one then. All right, coming on up. There we go. So my twenty one is Wicker Man. Matt's is Silence of the Lamb. Sean's is Predator, and um, Yoda's is Superman the movie, the original, the original super. Well, yeah, the original Superman. Uh, I'll start if you like. Wicker Man is completely and utterly bonkers and has the best ending to a movie ever. Gr- uh, Nic- still- Nicholas Cage's best role. <laughs> <laughs> I, I no. forbid anybody to say not the bees, okay? We're not doing that. Um, for those of you who haven't seen it, the, the basic the story is, is a policeman goes to find out, uh, to investigate the murder or no, to, for, to find a missing child. Uh, that's gone missing on this island, and he gets to this island. Um, I forget Epstein where Island. <laughs> He's never going to find him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have found her. She's over there, 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 and there. Um, no, and and basically, on this island is a cult of people who still believe in human sacrifice uh, to please the gods for their harvest. And it, it I mean, it is totally and utterly bonkers seeing. Christopher Lee dancing and prancing around singing these sort of like folk songs and stuff is uh, you've got Britt Eklund who dances around naked singing as well which is worth watching just for that but the end of the movie spoilers if you haven't seen it you're an idiot but the end of the movie I still remember the first time I watched it I didn't know much about it and I kept they put this policeman inside the wicker man and set fire to it and I was sat there thinking Hey, it'll be right. It'll be right. You know, somebody will somebody will come along. It'll <laughs> be fine. There's a, is that a helicopter just behind the Wicker Man? Yeah, it's a helicopter. Oh no, it's not. And, th- and then the credits start to roll, and he's just screaming and screaming. And it was just, I just remember sort of sitting there quite stunned at what had happened in this movie because you know movies are always kind of like the good guy wins and the bad guy loses, whereas in this, that's not what happened at all. And it just it completely blew my mind. And I just I loved how. Like I say, I just didn't expect the end of it at all. It's just, it's a bonkers movie, and I absolutely love it. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> How Sean, dismissive can you get? <laughs> Sean, your 21 was Predator. Mm. That's a, all right. A much better that's, movie. <laughs> that was the, that, that's the Predator of the 2018 version, isn't it? Oh, yeah. God, no. <laughs> Jesus. Another perfect again, movie, Sean. It's good because in the original Predator, Shane Black dies. <laughs> That's always does, good to see. He doesn't go on to make Predator 2018. I ain't got yeah. time to bleed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It's probably one of the greatest action movies ever made. Mm-hmm. And, and a great action horror sci-fi. All three. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, do, I think it was a little woke. A little bit, yeah. It does have a, fe- <laughs> it, it does have a female in it, so... <laughs> But again, it's I, I, one of those films where there's no, there's nothing like that in it. It's just, just literally men versus this monster, and that's yeah. it. There's guns, and, and that's it. Yep. Yep. Hey, if we were rating this on rail chain guns, this would be number one. That is not a <laughs> that is not a rail or a chain gun. That is a Gatling gun. Or okay, M- Gatling gun. That is the and to be precise. That is the M134 minigun. It would still be number one because of the cool well, factor. Mm-hmm. You've sucked the fun out of that. Um. So we're going we're going to come back to Predator because it's on a couple of other people's lists. So, but um, Yoda oh, is another spoilers. one that's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, what? You know, some of them are. Actually, that's true. Take over Yoda. <laughs> um, Yoda, yours was Superman the movie with the original Christopher Reeve. Yeah, and I'm, um, I, I'm sure there's some overlap here on this one too, but I mean, it's just, to me, in, in a lot of ways, uh, the gold standard of, of superhero movies. Um, there is, I, I would say it gets a little too jokey sometimes at the end compared to stuff today, but I, I do love... I mean, Christopher Reeve's portrayal of Superman and Clark Kent to me is still the gold standard that has never been topped, never even close. The only guy, you say, the tagline that says, you'll believe a man can fly. It's like, he's the only one that said, you'll believe a man can put on a pair of glasses and, and have everybody, <laughs> fool everybody, think he's a different person. Well, they Reeve should, actually did that. He should have. Yeah, he should have got an Oscar for that movie because for a paraplegic man to look to to move <laughs> without <laughs> any CG, <laughs> fucking amazing, man. Uh, to be it, fair, I, don't really get me wrong. Was, he really I'm, was a Superman. Um, don't get me wrong. I love Superman, but I always liked the um, comic remake, Man of Steel. Okay, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, just just for the record. <laughs> Sean, you're one sick fuck. You know that? Um, <laughs> okay. Just want to put um, that out there. Matt, yours was Silence of the Lambs. Yep. One of the most uh, disturbing films I think I've ever seen. Well, got it's, some... it, I, I've, it's got no lambs in it. It was weird. Would you put? Would you rate anything in that movie on like your top scariest moments, Leas? Would anything yeah, there's in that... something in Yeah, there's he did. something. He Hannibal's did. escape. The, yeah. what, now, who's escape? Had, Hannibal when he escaped from his... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nah, a, the that's night that's vision a, moment. Nah, that's yeah, a night vision moment. I think the whole... It's that's the whole Hannibal well, movie. Well, maybe tenseness. Not, not as much... Uh, uh, I don't know. No, I, I'm with Matt great. on that one. Like I said, the bit where he escapes, and he, he's yeah. just... There's no emotion. He just emotion. kicks off. You don't expect yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And then it's the great. fucking face in the ambulance as well. You're like, oh, man, that is one he take He takes his face off. <laughs> yeah, that's a different movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. no, it's great. It's disappointed it didn't appear on anybody's list, by the way. I thought about it. Did it not? Was it only me who had that? No, face no, off. face off. He's talking talk, about talking about the John Woo <laughs> master action masterpiece with the uh, masterpiece, more like mantelpiece. Um, yeah, Silence of the Lambs. It is, it is a cracking film, and it kind of launched that whole Anthony Hopkins. You know what? The best part of the movie is is when a dude throws jizz in her face. That is just. <laughs> I tell you a story. We were seventeen when me and my wife we went to see it at the cinema. We were seventeen. So we was obviously too young. First date. First date. First date movie. <laughs> First thing, no, we've been together about 400 years by then. And uh, so we were a year younger than we should have been to get in, but we got in now, and we're sitting behind a row of school teachers. Oh, shit. And they just turned around and they went, why are you here? It's like, <laughs> you should have you said, said, why are you here? <laughs> no, my, my response to that would have been just to lean forward and say, to get some tips. You should, <laughs> no, 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 no. you should what you should have done was leaned over into one of them's ear and said, I can smell your gun <laughs> <laughs> to the headmistress. Yeah. <laughs> see you see you Monday. See yeah. you Monday. <laughs> Christ Man, I've, got lot, I've got a lot of homework this week. <laughs> okay. So let's Move go to along. 20th. Hurry. Twentieth. Our twentieth top movie. Top movie. God, we're gonna get some of the wholesome movies here. Oh Christ! A clockwork guards. Here we go again. Yeah, right. Okay. So, <laughs> the, yeah. Um, Yoda's the thing. I'm Clockwork Orange. 
um, Sean is Jaws, and Matt is very low. He's Return of the Jedi. Um, mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? Uh, go on, Yoda, you go first. The thing. Tell us about the thing. Well, I mean, we, we kind of talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to go too much into it. I just basically agree with every, everything those guys said. Ditto. Um, it's just okay. perfect movie. This is the first time we've had a duplicate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but perfect movie. Um, perfect, perfect movie, uh, man. Great, you know, people you thought you could trust and then you can't trust them anymore, and and all that tenseness, oh, and then when you add in Botten's special effects, yeah, a, I, I I do believe there's an excellent video on it on our uh, um, YouTube channel, isn't there? Yeah, it's not bad. Um, Sean Jaws, dude. It's fucking Jaws, man. Probably another yeah. a perfect horror. Yeah, a perfect horror movie, just like the thing, really. I mean, it's got a little bit of everything for everybody. Kind of the fact that it made so many people go swimming in the sea afterwards. I tell you, you what, know. I mean, it even has gunfire in it. And it's a movie about sharks. It's you know it's, <laughs> you got nudity, you got death and blood and guts and an old and a dude that gives a great speech about the Indianapolis and uh, I, I, I honestly think it's, it's the it's the camaraderie between the three and the and the yeah. more of the hunt. Then yeah. I, I think everybody misunderstood what made Jaws great. It was all about they they turned it into Jason of the Sea, you know. And it's like mm. that's the first Jaws was not that. It was yeah. did I ever did, was different? Have you guys ever heard John Milius talking about the when uh, Robert Shaw had to do that? that Indianapolis speech and he comes in to do it. And he's drunk. Yeah. Spielberg wants him to do it, a practice run. And he, he had just got busted by his wife for nailing the babysitter. And he starts giving a speech. He's like, it says the, the, the it's got dead black eyes like your wife. when she catches you with the babysitter and it, tear, and, it, and, it, and it tears into you just like your wife and the nanny after she, you know, and it's so funny. I wish I could remember it or pull it up somehow. Just, it, just as an aside here, I wish I could see it. I guess, there's a play that st- that is kind of a, a one yes. uh, or a, a stage play with those three actors oh, playing yeah, yeah. those three yeah. playing in Jaws and and all the arguments and stuff that went on when the camera was off and it, it sounds it's just something that's like I would really love to see that mm. but it's not mm. not around here so it's actually Sean's son as well isn't it playing the part his dad played oh really. Oh, Oh, yeah, really? it's actually his son who looks just like him. Because I looked oh. at him, I was like, "My God, he's a dead ringer." And it's actually his boy. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. For <laughs> well, hang on. Before <laughs> the shark the play, attack, man. or after? Before the shark attack, or after? Yeah, after. <laughs> <laughs> he just dragged himself on with no legs. Um, yeah. Matt, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, well, you know, this, it would be higher up. I think the the Ewoks let it down a little bit without going too much, but. Yeah, great film. Yeah, to, to be fair, I can't say any more about it. To be fair, we'll we'll hold off on that one because Sean has got it in his top five. So Ooh, we'll <laughs> <a spoiler>. <laughs> <laughs> I maintain <laughs> I maintain that that movie is the reason why furries exist now. The whole franchise should have ended there. Mm, yeah, it, it it ended Luke's story perfectly. I think mm-hmm. it was weak on trying to figure out what to do with Han and Leia. And if it wasn't for I, the gold bikini, they would have like, had, had nothing to do. So, I, I to me, to me, I put it in as I have. I put it in as Return of the Jedi, but like as Star Wars the trilogy. But Return of the Jedi is my favorite for the two reasons that I love it when 
Luke says to the Emperor, you know, that I am a father, like my Jedi before me. Somebody's calling me, they can sort off. Sort That's off. your mum again, isn't it? Your no. <laughs> it's actually somebody who probably wants me for work on a Sunday night, so it's not good. Um, bill, bill collector. I just need um, somebody to come in on me and we'll have all four that have been interrupted during the stream. And the other bit, the other bit is when um, it's the Falcon in the second Death Star. Uh, you sit there on the edge of your seat as, it's, mm, as it's the flames are chasing good. him up. And it's just, it's fantastic. Okay, it's, let's move on. 19. It's all right. You missed yours, Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Clockwork Orange. My my Clockwork Orange. Um, I love Kubrick. I don't care. I, I love Kubrick. I think he, he the man, I, I genuinely put him in the class of genius. And Clockwork Orange is just one of those movies that is, it's nuts. It's bizarre. It's it's crazy, but it's just it's so unbelievably well done. The dialogue is is just beautiful throughout the whole thing, and just yeah, I I absolutely love a Clockwork Orange. I think it's I think it's brilliant. Sean, mm-hmm. Sean I think you're trying to escape from your basement. I can't help it. I just, there's my brother is over here visiting, and the dog loves my brother, and they're both idiots. I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> I'm saying, love, what's going on? Are we are we looking bestiality happening in the background out there? So he loved your brother a long cry, time. Dry, cry, uh, cry for uh, help from your dog. Draw your own conclusions. I I, I love I love Clockwork Orange. The the soundtrack, everything about it is just it's brilliant. I think it it's is, a great picture. It's, it's, it's a great movie. I, it's got I'm some rape. On that one. It's got a lot of rape in it. It does. It does. A bit it, of the old in and out. Weirdly, it's almost a comedy satire. It's very arousing. Uh, anyway, 19. Let's go to 19. Okay, 19's a little special. We got our first duplicate. Oh. Uh-oh. So Yoda and um, Sean sitting in a tree. No, both like aliens. <laughs> I've put down a razor head, and uh, we got Blade Runner there for Matt. So mm-hmm. um, we've we've talked about Blade Runner, Matt, so we'll give that yeah, one a skip. skip but, I mean, Sean and, um, Sean and Yoda, aliens. Yoda, you go ahead. I, you'll... You probably got uh, more to say about it than I will. Yeah, I just think Cameron knew how to take this this first movie, which was a slasher movie in space. It's, it's basically what it was. A very well done one, don't get me wrong. But uh, And he expanded on it, and he grew the character of Ripley so well with and, and did it by making her a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she lost her daughter. If you, and by the way, I think the extended cut is the one you need to watch. Mm-hmm, absolutely. But mm-hmm. they, they, they show that her daughter had grown old and then passed away. And so when she meets Newt and, and she becomes this motherly, strong woman, but not strong like she's flipping aliens over her head, but like she's smart <laughs> enough to arm the fuck up and, you know, learn how to use this stuff. And then you have Hex, which is Bean's just wonderful take on the character. Mm. The father, the father, the the father figure. Yeah, you end up up there, and then you have. I love Burke because Burke kind of comes across you almost like the first time you see it. At least at that time, you think, okay, this guy is like maybe he's on their side (laughs) because you know the way the company was before, and that will be the twist. But no, the twist was is that the the android is on their side. No, nobody. Nobody thought Burke was the good guy, and I tell you why. Because he's well, always, I was se- I he, was sixteen, man. I was he's o- he's obviously Jewish, so we know that. He's <laughs> <gonna> be- <laughs> Take you off of this fucking stream. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe Matt said that. 
Yeah. <laughs> Says the guy with Dr. David Duke in his title there. Uh, anyway, he's, I, he's add, great. He's the great. Up. Yeah, he's like the great real villain of the piece, you know. He is. And oh, then yeah. throw in there some of the greatest action and every character, you know them. They, they all mm. have enough little quirks and stuff that you remember every one of them from uh, you know, game over, man. Game over game to yeah, Vasquez yeah. to oh, all yeah. of them. Have you ever been mistaken I, for a man? No, have you? No, nope, nope. Great. Line <laughs> I still cannot uh, get over. I still cannot get over that Vasquez was the mother from Terminator Two. I know it's bizarre. Yep. It's so, it's so weird. Well. She's also yeah. in. Uh, she's also in um, Near Dark as one of the vampires. How, how yeah. has she not been canceled? I don't know. Because because she's probably because she retired and they can't cancel her anymore. Yeah, yeah. what are they gonna do? Or probably because she doesn't give a shit. She can't cancel people that don't give a shit. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I, uh, going on from oh, go on, go on. Uh, I just to say what uh, and on top of it, one of the greatest action movies ever made. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think it was great because it was so different from Alien, but so well done. You know, yes. they're almost completely two but, and are two entirely different genres, but they did it but easily perfectly. part of the same universe. Did yeah. you guys, yeah. when, when you guys watched it back then, uh, I at the time as a kid, uh, it, it was more of a horror movie to me back then. Years later, as a you know, as I got older, I, it's obviously an action movie too. But the horror elements in it are still pretty strong. You know. Mm-hmm. Would you disagree with that? I mean, did you- I, I would oh, say no. one of the greatest scares I would probably put on my list is when that face hugger comes to you know moves oh, in yeah. the jar. Yeah, got yeah. me, got me good the first time. I think, <laughs> I think it's in love, Burke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love it, Bur- love it first size. What he says, isn't it? Love it first size. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. um, my one on the list is a really weird one. Is um, David Lynch's Eraserhead, which Dogs. I watched. That's no, a dog I, shit movie, man. I, I don't. I, I, have, I have a. I have a soft spot for. I don't like art house movies, but I have a soft spot for David Lynch. I don't like all his stuff, but I do like David Lynch. And I remember it was years ago. It was on some t- random TV program. Some celebrity. I can't even remember who they were. They're probably dead now. But they said that their favorite one was a Razorhead, and I wanted to check it out. And I remember just watching it, and I had the VHS, and I watched it over and over and over again. And it creeped me out, and it was weird, and it was just—it was bizarre. But I—I just—I love it. I think it's a brilliant. It's—it's it because it, it, I mean, ultimately, it's about fatherhood and David Lynch confronting his own fears of fatherhood. But it's just done in such a bizarre, weird David Lynch type way. It's certainly not everyone's cup of tea, but I, I like it. Pretentious is the word you're looking for. Nah, it's not pretentious. That's Lynch. It is. It is to anybody with an IQ um, under room temperature. Um, let's go on. I just to want to eight. know what the hell that freaking baby was. That's the thing. Is it was David Lynch's fear of raising a child. You know. No, no. I mean, in was... actuality, I want to know what the hell that was. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. It's now doing very well in um, uh, Hollywood executives uh, circles. <laughs> <laughs> so number eighteen. 18? Yes, 18. We've got... Yoda's got The Shining. I've got Jaws. Term, uh, Sean's got Terminator. And Matt has got uh, Star Trek The Wrath of Khan. So, um, go on, Yoda. Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Well, I mean, you said earlier, Stanley Kubrick is is the man. And he understood <coughs> Stephen King's work better than Stephen King did, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. um, From the he, fact that Stephen King didn't like that movie, he tells you quite a lot. 
Tells you yeah. quite a lot. And, <laughs> yeah. And the book it, is it dog is shit. A, the book is dog shit. How it got to be so popular, I have no idea. I I mean, it's certainly the bones are there because Kubrick mm. was able to find it. But it's just it's just a master class in atmosphere and dread. I mean, no, there's only one death in the whole damn thing, which is one of the most hilarious deaths in its own way. It's like this poor guy, he tries so hard, treks halfway across the country, <laughs> walks in, I'm here, Turns on Whoa, yank. dead, <laughs> gone. So, but it's, it's, you know, the idea of the family unit just getting torn apart like that, and then you have all these really bizarre imagery that should not be there most of it you know pseudo-sexual and things like that it's just mm. i just kubrick just did a, such a fantastic job and, and he never has to use one shaky cam it's great i think okay. it's one of those films where i genuinely think every single frame means something yep you know the, the, there's not oh, there's not yeah. a, a, you know every because I mean apparently there are there are scenes where they're like there's chairs missing in the background and when they cut back they're there and and other th sort of things like this that people have kind of read all these different things into and I think Kubrick did it for a reason but just kind of never explained to anybody what they were. <laughs> Moon landings. That's what that was about. Oh, absolutely. No, if you've seen if you've seen a film called Apartment Two Three Seven, there is a whole I have. We know. conspiracy Everybody. theory. Yeah, yeah, we know. Let's move um, on from that. Yeah. So, um, I had Jaws. We've talked about that. Sean, Terminator, the original Terminator. Dude, one of the greatest movies ever made. You got Michael Bean in it. Probably one of the greatest on-screen heroes and one of the greatest on-screen villains for a horror movie. It's a slasher love story. And um, mm. you got the Terminator's base. It's a, it's a slasher chase movie. It really is. And then, you know, you got the love story of of uh, Reese coming back to get Sarah. Uh, it's just great. Well, and he it, takes a slasher movie and he underpins it with a, a mythology that just yeah. makes you yeah. want to see more. And then they yeah. made more and we went, Oh no, don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, uh, the uh, bit that I, gets me about it is the fact that Michael Bean was able to pull and have sex with Sarah Connor, even though he was wearing a dirty, um, tramps under, under trousers. For the, <laughs> this entire <I> film. <laughs> Yeah, imagine that. He should have caught herpes just by putting those on. Yeah, I, th <laughs> I think it. I think it's superior to Terminator Two, as good as Terminator Two is. Um, That's a bold statement. Oh, that's yeah, I, I don't. Well, I, I don't. I don't know that I agree, but then I don't know that I disagree. It's like I can't really decide think, which one is better. You know, if Terminator Two, Edward Furlong was an was an older kid in it, <laughs> and could do more. And, you know, wasn't this one? It, it's very dated. T2 is pretty dated for the early 90s, I think. I'll and tell that, you what, I, I was going to say T2, we are going to talk about because it does come up on the list somewhere. Later. Another I'm, spoiler. I'm not, yeah, I'm not spoiling that much. Bloody hell. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just not even going to talk about my. Phil wants to interrupt me in the middle. I just <laughs> never mind. No, fine. Carry on, <laughs> Sean. We're all fascinated. Hey. Matt, yeah, when take my, my dog and go home. Matt, when my movie comes up, you just fill in for me and, you know, I'll sit here and nod my head or whatever. Okay. Star, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, Matt. Amazing. Big. Obviously, I'm a big Star Trek fan anyway, but it's just... It, some will say it's probably the greatest sequel ever made. It's obviously arguable, but it's just tremendous. Tremendous film. I think the first one... Missed missed a little bit of Star Trek magic, kind of went up itself a little bit. 
and then to come back with Star Trek Two. I love the whales in that movie. <laughs> fucking whales! Yeah, yeah uh, Star, Star Trek Two, greatest Trek movie still ever made. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, I think you're dead yeah. right now. It's tremendous. It's fantastic. And and I'll tell you what, I'm not an emotional person at all, but the scene with Spock and Kirk at the end makes you tear up a little, little bit. Well, mm. if I had tear ducks, it would, but I don't because I'm an alpha. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, this is where I, I would be crying if I had. Um, to... Really get to me. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> impressed with that. That was pretty cool, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Star go. Trek Two is good. Um, it is a belter again. It may come up on the list later. We don't know. Bumberback Campbell Patch is great in his con. Um, number 17 then please Yoda we've got Yoda's got Casablanca I've got Mm -hmm. the original Matrix Uh, Sean's got First Blood and then Godfather Part 2 from Matt Um, I'll go first on the Matrix the original Matrix was it changed so much you know with what they did with the bullet time motion and everything else it changed it it changed as much as the Wachowski sisters <laughs> it was a brilliant film made by two men who were excellent <laughs> and but yeah. no, the, the, the original the orig- <laughs> they were they were killed and replaced we don't know why <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, by evil robots but no the original was just again it's a story which was absolutely brilliant yeah, it was it was fantastic because it was kind of I mean even I think I know this is obviously a stupid thing to say but Elon Musk has sort of said that you know technology is moving on that that the fact that of creating a virtual reality world which you could live in you know it, it's not beyond the realms of possibility but it, the the bit that really gets me about it is Smith Agent Smith when he says about humans and he said I have tried to um class your species and you're more like mm. a virus how you move yeah. to an area and eat and just it's just oh it's just it's brilliant i absolutely love the matrix it's such a shame that i kind of when i watch the matrix i kind of have to watch two and three and then i always annoyed that i watched two and three because no. i should just leave it at the first one just stop you know? the one man yeah mm. and I then don't this, even get me started on four i thought that speech of smith was about immigrants <laughs> Yeah, human. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me guess what he says. It's the smell. That's the part. That's where you yeah. going. Oh my god, yeah. you're so racist. I can't believe you said that. Oh, I just know you. I just know I, you. I hadn't thought of that joke, but I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I um, did. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I hate myself Yoda. now. <laughs> Yoda, Casablanca. I I just never. I, I find something in it every time, and I just love it. I think it gets I, – I, the one thing that probably keeps it from going any higher in the list is because I think that the flashback scene goes a little mm. too long. But some of the great moments are great. I never not laugh when <clears throat> the the German guy says, uh, fine excuse, but we need to shut this place down. It's like, all right, we're shutting this place down. Why? I'm shocked, shocked to find there's gambling in this establishment. The guy runs up. Here's your winning, sir. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it gets me every time. It's so awesome. I have only ever seen Casablanca once, and I just I didn't didn't connect with me. I Claude Rains, I think, is the unsung hero in that movie. His his dry wit and his his 
real, uh, what would I call it? Um, just deadpan, jaded, cynical, but he, he just manages to just keep things going and he doesn't, it's hilarious. And then the, both of them at the end find purpose in their life. Um, as far as, you know, fighting the Nazis, I, I just, I think there's more to it than just unrequited romance. And that's, I think people always talk about, you know, Rick and Elsa. And I was like, oh, nah, I love the beautiful friendship stuff. I love it. It's great. Gay. So gay. <laughs> That's because Matt, you're woke. <laughs> Matt, Matt you, you put down you put down Godfather 2. Yeah, amazing. The godson. Um, <laughs> it, it's, 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 obviously, it's nowhere near as good as the first one, but it's, uh, like I said about Star Trek 2, arguably... One of the greatest sequels ever made. Fucking brilliant. Oh, okay. It From is start great, to finish. Yeah. It From is start great. to finish. Have you ever seen I the God... Sammy, you got bored Phil. You got bored with it. Have you have you ever seen no, the, Godfather, I... the Godfather I, I saw... saga, which is all of them edited together in chronological the stories and chron... so it starts out with all of Robert De Niro's parts and then it cuts into the Pacino stuff. Have you ever seen it? It's called the Godfather oh, right. no, Saga. Yeah. It's not been shown oh, very many it. times. Yeah. Anyway. A little Again, side. I... I'll have a look. I have seen it, but I just I I, it, I I remember it was good. But I again, it's something I need to revisit because it's been many years since I've watched all three of them. It's, it's, so. it's the third one's good too, as well, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think the third, third one, one gets, is good. First one gets slagged off, but it's all right. The oh, third the one third is a good. One. The the re edit of it here recently too is it makes it you know it's a good movie. I don't care what anybody says. The third one's fine. It's not I is it equal. It's you know. I think the bar was set so high, Sean, with number one and number two that to to yeah. to get all three at that level was near on impossible. Yeah. It's Return of the Jedi, good in its own right, but not near, not where the other two were. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, yeah I think so. Okay, so Sh Sean, your number seventeen was First Blood. You want to take it away, Matt, so he doesn't interrupt, or should I talk <laughs> about? A... It? I talk <laughs> about. I love go that on. movie. It's yeah, freaking yeah. great. No, no, no. Go on, Sean. Carry on. You sure? Is it okay? Yeah. 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 So Vietnam vet. Yoda number in. sixteen is um... <laughs> Got him. <laughs> cannot believe you fell for that. Got him. Uh, Got that him. was I, I applause. Very good. Very well done, sir. Got him. Got Be sure him. to tip your waitress. Mm. He, he did, that whitey bitch deserved it. Go ahead, Sean. <laughs> no. No. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not in the mood. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, then I'll talk about it. Um, so this um, gay up. boy. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bri that was the part that Brian Dennehy was born to play as, yes. the, as, the, yeah. prick, as the prick sheriff, you know. Yeah. And the, it's just great. Uh, the ambush scene where he takes out the cops one at a time in the forest. Man, that's some good stuff. Yeah. I is... Sean, I'm going to say, I think that. Stallone's finest work was his nervous mm. breakdown at the end. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Very natural. I, I, mean, I mean, I'm serious. It is no, I, so heartbreaking. And mm. it's what makes that movie elevate mm. from an action movie to something far more. Yeah. And it's a shame that the others became cartoons. He literally became a Saturday morning cartoon character. This this vet with PTSD who murdered people is a Saturday morning. I oh, love no, the he, 80s. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't kill any he doesn't kill anybody in the first one. He he fucks him no, up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. One guy one guy fell from the helicopter because of his own stupidity. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but uh but uh yeah it's 
I agree it's with a, you 100 percent on this one. It's a perfect well, I movie. I would call it a perfect movie because yeah. and yeah, it's so. it's a very good character study on a guy that you know a little bit unfortunate because it advanced the crazy Vietnam vet stereotype of the time, but you know, it's still good. It's great though. I do remember the um the stuntman talking about diving off the cliff into the trees and saying how he broke a leg and it was kind of like what was the plan and he said don't know just dove into the trees <laughs> I, you know I, i've thought i've thought about that movie ver- uh, several times and i've i've often thought i wonder if two things at two points in the movie when he when he go he decides to go back into town and that he gets arrested and when he jumps from that i've often thought like was he trying to get himself killed both of those times knowing the result because like the share you know it's like he's he's his friend died He's got nothing left. Is he go back into the town to provoke a fight and to, and you know get himself killed? And when he dies off the cliff, he's like into that tree. You know, he's like, I'm. I, I, there's no way out of this. And I've when I was like, did he jump? And then the tree just so happened to catch his fall in that case because he's very suicide. He's obviously yeah. kind of he doesn't care. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think in the jump on the cliff he was, but I do think you're right. When he got to the town, I think he knew it was no way out at that point, and he yeah. wanted revenge. And he didn't care if he got killed. Yeah, uh, but it wasn't a pride thing at that point. I think he was just like, you know what? Yeah. Well, like I, I, I feel like I feel like at the cliff he was like, well, let's give this a try. I think I can make it. You know, I don't think it was like I won't try to kill myself. I just don't want to get shot on the edge of a cliff. Yeah, yeah. It's again, again a brilliant movie. Brilliant, mm-hmm. it is. Um, Yoda, if we can have sixteen, please. Uh, Terminator Two: Judgment Boy. Day by Matt. Uh, what's that say? Willy Boy. Tell him um, Willy Boy was here. Yeah. Tell him Willy Boy was here. Sorry uh, for Sean. Terminator Two, another match up there with um, Yoda, and I've got RRR, which is probably the most modern film in the whole list. It's got to be. To say, mm. um, uh, Sean, tell us about tell tell them Willie Boy was here. because yeah, I, I, I must admit, I've not heard of this. No, it's a, it. oh, it's a great western. It made in the '70s, so it's sort of got that modernistic twist from the you know Vietnam War background kind of informing. But it's based on a true story of this uh, indigenous loser that comes out of prison and he gets he you know he the, the tribe that he belongs to. They believe in you know. Uh, uh, we call marriage by kidnap. So he, he you know, beds a, a, a squaw and her dad comes out to catch him and he accidentally kills her dad in the process and, and it's self-defense. But so he takes up, they take off across California to try to get away. And, and Rob, Robert Redford is the local sheriff and he's in charge of the reservation. And so he, he puts a policy together and they go chasing Willie boy. And they, you know, they, it's a great story. It was amazing. True story that this guy, this Indian and this, woman they go i forget how many miles across basically california desert and into the mountains and stuff and they, it's a great movie guys it's a fucking un uh, it's a lesser known classic nowadays but let me tell you not only is it a good story but it's got some of the most beautiful cinematography you'll ever see in it i reviewed it for the site a long time ago and i'm sure you all four ignored it but um you should definitely check it out it is a great Matt. If you, it's great, Matt. You should legit check it out, man. I, I, you know what? I did. I looked at everyone's list, and there was quite a few on there that I've never even seen or heard of. And I actually, I've got a separate list now, with, like you said, Yoda, a mountain list of things to watch. But that was definitely on there. Are you are you into those seventies uh, westerns, Sean? I mean, do you do you have 
Affinity mm. Farm or just a few? Because I'm surprised you put this like you know, and like Butch and Sundance didn't get on there or something like that. No, not real. Just a few, but the ones that are the ones that are more serious minded. I get so on this list. Spoilers is the Wild Bunch, and so yeah. I like the Wild Bunch that. Uh, the professionals and there's there's a few but not really you know it's have you ever have you ever seen the the life and times of the judge roy b yeah i've seen that one uh, you and i may have to have a conversation on that one yeah. fair enough um uh, who else oh so uh okay you guys talk about terminator 2 and then sean will tell you what's wrong with it <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> okay so i i i kind of I was one of the things I said about Top Gun Maverick is that it was Terminator 2. Insofar as Terminator 2 is exactly the same story as Terminator, however, they they added one or two things that upped the stakes a little bit, and then they really polished off the special effects. And so I think Terminator 2 is probably a better movie, although it's it depends on what day you catch me. You know, I, mm -hmm. I I love them both. I think they're both excellent. I love the, I really love the cinematography in both the Terminator movies. The 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 after that, like three on up, they get way too colorful, and I mm -hmm. love all the muted blues and things like that. Or when they're in the, uh, the smelting plant, it's all all hot oranges and things and like you know. Let me let me. I'm sorry, but I got it. The the amazing thing about it is too is the lighting on the Terminator. And Sarah Connor used into the film. And as the Terminator becomes more human, the blue goes away and you get more orange. Whereas Sarah, yeah. there for a while, gets more blue. And then at the end, you know, the oh, the, know the, the, the smelting yeah. plant, he's all he's always lived very warmly, you know. And um that yeah, because when she when she goes to kill Dyson, it you know, it foreshadows the Terminator. You know, she's got the black glasses on, she's got the red dot yeah. on laser, and you know, it's very evocative of the first movie mm -hmm. and the that uh, techno technor scene it's, it's man it's got a lot going on in it that it's more it than does just an movie. i like the director's cut a little bit better uh because i like the idea that well for one there's a really brilliant scene as far as practical effects because i, I don't know if you guys know little hamilton has a twin sister mm. and so they they have her pulling a chip out of arnold schwarzenegger's head but it's a dummy and then he's sitting in front of a mirror and he's it, he's behind the mirror with the mm. twin pretending to work mm. on his head. It's a really fantastic shot mm. with yeah. with done with just matching and, their movements and stuff. And it's and, a great, and it's a great bit of Terminator lore in it too because they take it is the chip because out and, she yeah, she turns off the she turns it to from right read only to read right. <laughs> yeah, you know, he it, can. He can learn and grow, and that's what kicks him off getting some emotions as he goes on yeah. through the story. If which get, it never made sense to me why he would just simply do that. He just explains he's a learning computer, but it's like I like that Skynet keeps their terminators in line by yeah. changing it to read only. I mean, it's a it you if know, he, so there's a little bit extra stuff in there I really like. The 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 best album is the ultimate Skynet edition. Where you get the Blu-ray, you have to input a code, and and it's everything they ever cut out of the movie put back in, and it's it's the it's longest cut, and it's worth it. it. There's not, you know, it's James Cameron's. There's nothing, it anything that was excised for the theatrical cut and whatnot was only for time purposes. It it, it did not. The extended cut is a superior movie. I mean, not, it's no Piranha, but for James Cameron, right. I think it does. <laughs> I yeah, saw a great, right. 
I yeah, saw a great like... meme. I saw a great meme, and it said about the bit here where Robert Patrick was in the um, behind the uh, in the mental hospital when he walks through the bars. There's a meme go around saying that that scene was actually improvised by Robert Patrick, uh, <laughs> and it was so good that James Cameron kept it in the film. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to mention just quickly RRR. I was unbelievably blown away by how good this movie was. It's easily in my top movie of this year. It was just everybody kept raving about it, and I thought it can't be as good as what everybody says. It was this epic saga and it, it, you can't sort of break it down in, into a, into a small chunk. It's basically about how evil the British were when they moved to um, India and took over. And um, basically a young girl gets sold into slavery for a couple of pence. So uh, one of the guys who lives in that village goes to try and find her, but uh, you find out that an Indian policeman is out to stop him and they don't know each other when they first meet, they actually become friends. And this film is, people kept saying it's not really a Bollywood, but it's it kind of is because there is sort of song and music's in there, but there's also this like massive scene where all these animals attack an army and there's one bit where somebody fights <coughs> with a motorbike and the whole thing is just, it's there's a complete and utter suspension of disbelief, but this story is just, it. I absolutely loved RRR. It's, if you get a chance to watch it, it's brilliant. Sounds brilliant. boring. Sounds it's boring. It's not... You lost me when you said about the English being evil. Yeah, me too. I was like, I toned down to me. It was like, Ugh. yeah, but he, doesn't he throw a leopard at a guy? I mean, how? Yeah. What else? Whoa. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Is, wait a uh, I mean, I, you're selling. I'm not me. kidding. He he throws a leopard <laughs> at a person to kill him. I'm like, I'm I'm in. What are you yeah, talking? Yeah, about? The, the first time, the first time you meet the guy, he's he's hunting a wolf, and he he kind of covers himself with blood. And then he's running through this jungle waiting for this wolf to catch him. And then a tiger turns up and kills the wolf. And then the tiger starts chasing him. And he kind of, he doesn't fight the tiger. It's very well done. It's just, honestly, it's worth watching. I I, I can't I tell you how much I loved RRR. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Is it's ridiculous. Like, what's the uh, incident of people in India with tiger blood, to use uh, Yoda's term? AIDS? Well, I wasn't going to say. I wasn't going to say it. I can see the blank look on their faces, so I just went for it. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That was a callback. Even I kind of got the subtlety of that, but Yoda's just like, what, they've all got AIDS? Everybody in India's got AIDS. Oh, right, yeah, I suppose. I don't know. All right. Let's swiftly move on to number 15. Yes, we got to move these jokes along, Sean. We can't be subtle about this. You're right. These feel, yeah, he's not very good at subtlety. No. Um, Sean, Wild Bunch, uh, Matt, The Dark Knight, uh, Terminator for Yoda, and me, Dumb and Dumber. Um, I don't care what you say. I love Dumb I and Dumber. I actually thought I you was taking, when you said this list for I thought you was taking a piss. I was waiting for I did too. I, mean, I did no, too. I did genuinely, too. Genuinely, genuinely, I, I, I genuinely love Dumb and Dumber, and it's one of those films that I can just sit and watch it over and over again. And I think, I know it's kind of like the Jim Carrey movie, but I think Jeff Daniels is absolutely brilliant playing the straight man in it. And it's just the, the the humor is really stupid, and it's kind of it's got like a story which it follows, but it's kind of more like sketches that are sewn together. And I'm sorry, please, I love it. Please, love please it. don't, please don't give us a plot breakdown on this one. No, it's, <laughs> you just keep apologizing because you should. Yeah. 
No, I'm just whilst, whilst you guys hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> whilst you guys are talking, I'm going to find you a picture, which also makes me love Dumb and Dumber. But Matt, you talk about what is it you've done about Dark Knight? Tell us about the Dark that. Knight. Probably the second greatest superhero film ever made. Heath Ledger is yeah the second. The, um, What's the first. Well, you'll have to wait and see, my friend. God no. Um, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. <laughs> He Ledger just knocks it out of the park. He makes the whole thing memorable. Do you like his Joker more than the Joaquin Phoenix Joker? Yeah. Really? I, I like I like Heath Ledger's Joker because he's more of an anarchist mm. rather than just a, a, a lunatic with mental health problems, which is the Joker he's now portrayed as. But he's just an anarchist. And as the film progresses, I personally found out that he kind of side with the Joker. And that Batman is actually a bit of a dick. Mm. Right, because that he's trying to expose everyone and the corruption, <coughs> and Batman's fighting to keep it. So, right, sorry, sorry to in, sorry to interrupt. That is a photograph of Beast when I was about seventeen, and that was about three years before Dumb and Dumber came out. Why do you look like Leonard Nimoy? <laughs> I is genuinely had. No, it's my mum. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> Shut up, we've got a lovely patio. Um, <laughs> genuinely, I I actually had a chipped tooth the same as Jim Carrey. And so, again, that's one of those reasons I love Dumb and Dumber is because of can we talk, an idiot. Can we, can we talk about the movies again? <laughs> sure, why not? Anyway, Dark Knight is a superhero film that doesn't feel like a superhero film. And, mm. and it, Sean, you're like this. You know, it took a lot of inspiration from Heat. Mm. So it's just, it's a masterful film, really great film. And it stands the test of time. I mean, it's, how old is it now? It's about 15 years old, isn't it? 2008. Jesus, is it that really that old? Yeah. And it's still magnificent. And again, Hans Zimmer, and and, uh, is it Thomas Newton Howard or Thomas Howard Newton? Left out when when we talk about um, the soundtracks with Hans Zimmer, but magnificent score. Just a great, great, no, I, I'm with you. A lot of lot of practical effects in that. Didn't do a lot of digital yeah. stuff. And uh, and Heath Ledger. The, the thing I like about his. You, you asked Sean about his Joker. It's like the Joker's a lot of things, but he's never. Um, he's always in control, and he's always the aggressor. He's always got a plan or lack of a plan, but he's never scared or you know like like the way Joaquin Phoenix portrayed him and I know it's like an origin story and everything but he's he's never how to explain it like a wuss or whatever that was and I get he's in pain and he's kind of weak Joker's a lot of things he's never weak let's put it that way well we know how you feel about people with mental illness now yes they're weak pussies that can't get it together all right (laughs) I'm just talking Sean. about the Joker. <laughs> Sean, you know what? I, I, oh, I thought I, I think the Joker would have been a perfect movie if it didn't have nothing to do with Batman. If it was just about a guy losing it, I, it would have been like <laughs> no. Yeah, but we serious. already have. Oh, that no, movie. sorry, it's called Taxi Driver. Uh, well, I oh, know. No. But, yeah, oh, I thought you were talking about Joker. Sorry, um, but you're talking about Heath Ledger's Joker as his own uh, as his own movie. No, I meant the Joaquin Phoenix version. If it'd been just about a dude, yeah, I would. I just I don't know. It didn't fit. You know, like you said with yeah. the comic book, or, but yeah, the Wild Bunch, greatest ending, shoot 'em up, blaze of glory ever. <laughs> put on yeah. film. Probably the highest body count of anything too. 
Glenn, no, I great. still think that's Sam, I still think that's hot shots. Sam Peck and Paul Western made during the Vietnam War uh, about aging outlaws that realize that their days are coming to an end and decide to go out in a blaze of glory over their friend. And goddamn, it's a great movie. It's a masterpiece. William Holden, dude, nobody's cooler than William Holden. <laughs> it is it, again. It's one of those. I think it's probably the highest on the list of. Uh, westerns that we've got, but yeah, again, it's just one of those movies that you just that end that the ending is just it's spectacular. <laughs> it's just, like 20, uh, yeah. 20 minutes of non stop gunfire and dead Mexicans, <laughs> and just it's have you seen it, Matt? <laughs> no, my uh, he wants to get it out. You had him it. at dead Mexicans, <laughs> you'll, you'll love it, you'll love it, man. Okie dokie, well, it's on the list with that other with, where's Willie or whatever it was called. <laughs> no, if you're going to watch one or the other, watch this one instead. You know, I watch them both. Where's Willie? Well, I can't remember what he was called. It's on the list. Tell him Willow Boy was here. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, where's oh, Waldo? Brilliant. Oh, that sounds like a fat guy. You know, where's Willie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, four, number fourteen then. Hey, hey, hey. Got one more. What? Oh, uh, Ood von Mist. Wild Boy, Stone and Dumb, Terminator, Correct. Dark Knight. Oh, Terminator. I, I got you. Terminator on there. I just want to say, I got, I just said in my last one, I think Terminator 2 is better. And then we get to the next one and I put Terminator <laughs> above <Okay>. it. <laughs> and that just goes to show you where I say, I really, you, you asked me on whichever day, I don't know which one is better sometimes. It's, they're that's, both, that's they're both great. I'd say I, it, you could easily put them both as like a tied spot, really. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, all I know is everything after that is shit. That's true. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I didn't oh, mind yeah. Terminator Salvation. What? Uh, shit. Uh, it oh, didn't, didn't mind it. The, it's not the, as bad as Dark Fate. Bloody hell, that was just. Oh, that, was, that is unbelievable. That was Unbelievable. Let's, that yeah. let's, let's definitely not start down that path because I. Just, uh, anyway, yeah. Fourteen. Number fourteen. Right, okay. So we've got Saving Private Ryan for Yoda. We've got The Haunting for me, Aliens for Matt, and Big Trouble in Little China for Sean. Uh, how about Yoda? You make a start this time. Uh, you know, I mean, Saving Private Ryan, what's, what's there to say? It's, it's uh, one of the greatest war films. So certainly the first 30 minutes are just mm-hmm. an amazing moments i know he he talked to so many world war ii veterans and so you know while it obviously went a lot longer and and there was things happening all over the place these moments were moments that people saw or happened and then the rest of the movie just really just showing what these guys went through and how to yeah i don't know how much of the ending battle is legit or not? I'm, I'm not stupid. sure about that. It's stupid. That <laughs> but, would never happen. And you yeah, remember how angry the comment section got for me talking about this months ago. <laughs> In reality, they would have just blown the bridge and left. That you know you're Prom- not gonna take yeah you're not gonna take 18 guys and try to defend a bridge against a Panzer division that's gonna overrun it. You're you're gonna blow but- it and leave. Sean, but Sean, the, sorry. When did you see the end of this? Because you got thrown out for laughing in the first thirty minutes, didn't you? <laughs> no, that was Schindler's List. You always get these confused. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Spielberg. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. My 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 point is is that I think for the narrative and for the movie itself, it did what it was trying to do, which was honor World yeah. War II veterans and all that. And I I really appreciate it for that. And it's it's visceral, even if even if that's 
shit at the end it's still it works no it's, it's great it, no, it's, mm-hmm. it's great it's great it, you know tactically retarded but it's a great um, you know and you get great scenes like him talking about the girl in the barn at the end and they have a laugh over it and, you, and the yeah. first few times you watch it you like you you laugh along with it you know it's really funny right. story and when, when when uh Hanks just loses it and then he comes out, he says, What's the pool up to? And, he, and then he tells him about himself at the particular time. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm a teacher, you know, things like that. Just yeah. these little human moments yeah. that he sprinkles in with it just and really want, connects you to everybody. It's so great. And you really want yeah, to I'm kill sure. and you really want to kill up him yourself by the end of the movie. Yeah, but up him yeah. I think also wants to kill himself. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. when he shoots that guy at the end, you know, he knows. He what he could have done, what he didn't do. So I mean, I mean, these are humans. These are not heroes. You know, these are people that are in a place they probably shouldn't be. Let's face it. And it's yeah. just like uh, it works on all levels. I'll say for me. The opening scene of that is actually in my hol- in my horror list, Sean. Oh no, kidding! That's in that. It's a good. Uh, I think that's, that's fair. It's yeah. horrific. And um, secondly. <laughs> Without getting too political, all these people that keep going on about old white men and everything else, I would, I'd like to fucking sit them in a room, strap them to a chair, and make them watch that. Doesn't matter because they will say, "Well, the old white men are the ones that created the problem in the first place." Yeah, yeah. True. true. Anyway, um, yeah. did we touch on everything there? I mean, yeah, we've got aliens, which we've talked about, Matt. Yeah, we've um, done that, Matt. Um, the, the other haunting. one, that, yeah, the haunting. Oh. Now, no, see, do you know what? The Haunting for me is just, it's a spectacularly well-done movie. It's its one of those films where it's just played out with just special effects and acting and directing. Which and one, like, which one is, is that? Because I, is it the one from... The one with the, Liam Neeson. Oh, no, God. no, God, no. That's just, oh. that is, oh, that's just, okay. oh, don't even get me started. The original, okay, well, that's the poster that's up here. The, the original, the original was. Is that the picture you put up? Yes. Put the poster up, please, Sean. You moron! Oh, bloody hell! Well, I mean, I'm not being funny, but you had this fucking thing for like four days. If it was wrong, you should have let me know. Yeah. You... No, right. It's not that version. That version that Matt's put up is is the, the worst thing you could possibly imagine. Okay, because you were original... getting me to question your medication at that point. Oh, I'm sorry. The original. Let's be honest, mate. You've got Dumb and Dumber in this list, so it... yeah. <laughs> Shut yeah. up. The original. <laughs> You know, the Phil, original. You know, Phil, even Katie Dids are said to dream. That's a line <laughs> from the that book. Means. That's a line from the book, you illiterate, uneducated. I've twerk. never read the book. Oh, when, when have I ever said I've read a book? Right, anyway. This is from the guy the original... who posts a picture with a dead squirrel hanging out of his mouth. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm not, it doesn't mean I'm not smarter than you guys. I think it kind of does. <laughs> have, anyway, you read, have you read the book have you read the book no the but i've never haunting. had a dead squirrel in my mouth either the haunting of the You're, original uh, 1963 that's, that's not what she said <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry I'm, I'm sorry phil go ahead i'm, yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. I, I apologize too go ahead the original 1963 haunting is by robert wise who also did star trek the movie and also the sound of music um and west side story but the haunting is a, a a fantastic just horror story, and it's told about um, a group of a group of people are going to a, a haunted house to investigate it, um, and one of the women has 
mildly sort of psychic powers, but the house seems to want her to stay there. Mm. And or, it is. Or does it? Or does it? Well, yeah. I mean, it, to me, though, The Haunting is just, it's there are scenes in that which still give me chills watching it now, where there are, there's this one scene with the are two they ladies. Line? The lesbian scene. No, not the not being seen. That's a completely different movie. But there is two scenes where the, there are two girls who have got an adjoining room, and one of them hears banging on the wall. So she comes into the other's room, and just through the the acting of these two actresses, as this banging goes up and down mm. the door, and then back to the door and bangs on the door, and the way it's done, there's no kind of music to it and everything else, and it just it just gives you chills. It's proper proper scary. As mm -hmm. opposed to just jump scares and stuff like that, I I love the original haunting. It is uh, it is an absolute masterpiece in horror. Masterpiece. If, if it is a masterpiece, and if you'd read the book, she keeps repeating a line: "It journeys in when lovers meet." And at the end, spoilers, she dies and becomes part of the house. And so yeah. it kind of yeah. But I won't bring that up since it's the book, and you read. You guys are uh, apparently not capable of reading. Books. Unless it's a picture book, I'm not going to read it. Right? Okay. So number thirteen is it? Now we're on. No, no. You yeah. got a you got a couple more here in fourteen. Uh, Haunting. Big, Big trouble, trouble in China. China. Sorry, sorry, mm -hmm. Sean. Big trouble, little China. Dude, I what's I keep this up here? Yeah, what's not to like about it, man? John Carpenter's one of his many early masterpieces. It's a lot. It's a hell of a lot of fun. Kurt Russell is actually what you think is the hero. It turns out he's actually the comedy relief sidekick. He doesn't realize that in the movie, but he is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's so much fun. It's a lot of fun. I love the fact that just nobody is taking the whole thing seriously. Everybody's just there to have fun. And mm. they just, and they do mm. throughout the whole thing. It's brilliant. It's, oh, it's brilliant. I, I, I kind of like the Lo Fang. Is that mm. his name? And yeah. he's Which, just, he gets, he gets, he's like, Tulip with green eyes. Well, change yeah. of plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah. He just rolls with it. I yeah. love it. <laughs> it's a great movie. And with good kung fu and everything else, and it's oh, soon yeah. to be ruined. And soon to be ruined by the rock because he wants to remake it. Mm. Oh, he God. doesn't, does he? Yeah. Can that man mm. keep his nose out of anything? No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> anything to say about aliens, Matt? Uh, nah, nothing we've already said. Let's skip on to 13. Unlucky 13. 13. 13. So right. we have got four number 13. Yoda has got Return of the Jedi. I've got Amelie. Um, Sean has got Taxi Driver. And uh, Matt has got Jaws. Um, <clears throat> Return of the Jedi, Yoda. I, you know, I, I don't want to go too deep into it. I mean, Star Wars trilogy is always going to be near the top of my list. I put this down quite a bit further just because... It doesn't do Leia and Han very well. Does you know they they don't have a lot to do, but boy, does it stick the ending for Luke. Yeah, um, yeah, a proper full character arc of a story from yeah. a humble farm boy to a full on Jedi. Oh, yeah, and, Ex and excellent, not. excellent, excellent. So, um, yeah, the whole trilogy is, and it's the only trilogy that exists in Star Wars world. Okay. Yep. Ended on indoors, um, they say. I'm going to say I watched Amelie again the other day, and I love uh, Jean Pierre Yannette's direction. His style is beautiful, but this to, is is kind of it's kind of a love story, I suppose. But it's just it's just this wonderful story about this girl and the world she lives in, 
and I I just love it. it. I think it's brilliant. It's bizarre. It's weird. It's it asks kind of interesting questions about life. I think, and it's just it's it's a weird movie, but I absolutely love Amelie. I think it's brilliant. And again, it's just one of those films. I think is perfect. That you can't fault it. There's nothing in there that bores me or anything. You you you're captivated by this entire thing. Um, my favourite part of it is the fact that she, her dad never leaves the house and sort of never leaves anywhere. And he's got a gnome um, that he put on his wife's ashes in the garden. So she steals the gnome and gives it to a friend of hers who flies around the world taking photos. And send, so the gnome sends her dad postcards from like Rome <laughs> and all these different places. Oh, and then, but, then, but then the dad sort of learns that he can't, you know, be like that. He can't be scared. He needs to go out and see the world for himself. And so he kind of learns from this gnome to do that. And it's just, it's a beautiful movie. I love Amelie. Yeah, it's great. I haven't seen it probably since it came out. And I remember liking no, it, but I've never revisited it. I should. I, I know I liked it, but it's been so long. Um, and then, Sean, you've got Taxi Driver. Mm. He's literally me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how old is your Jodie Foster? It's very great, it, man. <laughs> We watch a guy uh, much younger. We watch we watch a guy slowly lose it, and then it ends in a beautiful, you know, violent ending. It's just a great movie. Very seedy seventies sleazy New York City man. You know, it's great. Well, to be fair, he protected Jodie Foster, but you're kind of intimidating, like he's Joe Biden. He's not. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he was trying like only he protects her because it's Plan B. His Plan A fails. His attempted assassination of a politician. Right. It's true. <laughs> and then he's like, "Well, shit. I guess I'll." I suck as an assassin. I guess I'll be a protector. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a confession. Yeah. You've never, I've seen, never it. seen it. Never seen it. It's one of those films where I've seen so many clips and bits of it, and I've heard so much about it that I've never. I've kind of worked out what the story is. You kind of feel like I've, I feel like I've watched it without watching it, and I'm ashamed. It's like I'm watching the trailer for Avatar. Matt, it's great. <laughs> yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah, I know it is, mate. It's just one of those films that I don't know. I've just never got around to seeing it. Sean's right. It is great, and I've seen it a couple times, and it's it's. Um, Hey, it, it, yeah, it's one of those that sinks into you, you know. It just, you just come out of it going, wow. Just before we go on, just before we go on, I've just looked up. We have still got um, three weeks until Halloween. So uh, what I'm thinking is, we're on number thirteen now. How about we get to number eleven today, and then we talk about our top ten next week? No, no. Let's get through let's, this. Let's finish it up because we we absolutely. We we yeah we hacked this up so let's do it today even if we run a little. I, pre long. I appreciate it, but I th yeah we want to get this done because right you're throwing off my eight. whole snippets thing, man. Yeah. Uh, Josh, we're probably Matt, reaching a point. To add? I was, no, I think we're probably reaching a point where we're going to have a lot of duplicates coming up now. So I, I think, think so too. So it should go a little faster. Okay, no, I just thought I'd throw that out there. But if you guys want to carry on, stop. I have a life. Stop trying to independently think, Phil. <laughs> um. Yoda, Star Trek 2, me, Team America, uh, Matt, Fight Club, and Sean Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's uh, an interesting choice, Sean. Mm, yes, it's very much like Taxi Driver in a lot of ways, but guy's a complete yeah. psychopath that'll do anything to get ahead, and he discovers his niche in the world is uh, going out and finding real accidents and crime and videotaping it for, the, for cable news. 
and he there's no depth that he won't sink to 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 get his shot and he ends up causing a lot of mayhem and carnage it's fucking and probably his best performance like dude uh, oh yeah Oh man, he's like really. Jake Gyllenhaal is 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 good, but like you say in that, it's he's not the kind of person you ever want to meet. Yeah, um, well, that's debatable, but Sean, <laughs> tell me if you agree with this, real quick. I always thought Nightcrawler, like if this was this could easily be an eighties comedy if you just turned the tone to comedy, and you would have the exact same beats of a slob yeah. making good. But if you turn it to evil, then you get Nightcrawler. Yeah, you know what you've, I'm saying. You've mentioned this before. Yeah, I I, I, I always yeah. think like this could easily be the slob making good and bad things happen to bad people. But if you turn it to comedy, <laughs> you root for the guy. But in the yeah. way they portray it, it's like, oh wait a minute, this is really horrifying. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I think yeah. of Revenge of the Nerds. You know, oh then it was rape, but it's kind of funny because they're all lovable. Yeah. <laughs> but in here. Yeah, he's it's the villain protagonist is what you got in this one, and unlike Travis yeah. Bickle, he's like irredeemable completely. Oh, he yeah, absolutely is. It's a complete horrifying. It's horrifying. great. It's great. It's fucking modern masterpiece. Um, Yoda. I mean, let's say we've mentioned um, Star Trek Two. Uh, and this is anything you want to add? I think it, as I said, it's the best Star Trek movie ever made. Um, Matt, Fight Club. Amazing. Amazing film. Again, a good 90s fight violence. And I like that the uh, it upset so many people when it came out as well, which was mm. awesome. <laughs> Another, I'm a big Brad Pitt fan, you know that. So I think I've got a couple of his films in my top 25. It's just an all-round great film. And, and, you know, it's got that nice little twist that quite a few people surprised me. I would be... I would be careful who you showed that to. The person that wrote that might come into the office with an Armalat ART and carbine <laughs> semi-auto gas-operated gun pumping round after round. That, that whole scene with his boss where he kicks his own ass and then he just yep. says, at the most beautiful moment, the security walked in and he's like, oh, <laughs> and stuff. And there's, just, there's so many good quotes in that film that you know, yeah. still resonates today as well about the lost generation. And the all singing, oh, all dancing crap of the world. Mm. Yeah, it's just fantastic. It's just fantastic from start to finish. Helen Bonham Carter is just amazing in it. I hate and, her. Uh, and you get, that's it. That's not my I never hear great. out loud. And, and you get. Jared, is it Jared Leto getting beaten yeah. to fucking mm. it as well? So yeah, everyone's a winner. <laughs> That's right. His name, that. his name was Robert Paulson. Paulson. Robert yeah. Paulson, yeah. Who he's yeah, really yeah. dead, and he's really dead now too. So yeah, poor old meat. <laughs> his name was um, Meatloaf. His name was Meatloaf. <laughs> My interesting, my interesting fact about Fight Club is the fact that um, Edward Norton's character didn't have a name. No, yeah. he didn't. Nope. He's just the narrator. He's just the, the narrator. Yeah. Um, I. I mean, again, I think Fight Club is an absolute masterpiece. I love the Chinese. I love the Chinese ending. <laughs> Have you seen that? Where they they, they were all brought up. Oh yeah, jail and <laughs> it was all a happy ending. The authorities won. Oh, oh yeah, wow! Sorry, yeah, Played a blow up the theme of the entire yeah. movie. <laughs> um, yeah. But again, it, uh, the bit that gets me as well is the bit where Brad Pitt's looking at the camera and talking to the camera, and the camera starts to shake, and it goes. The film goes mm. out of sync, and yeah. I remember seeing it in the cinema and sort of thinking, "Hang on, has something gone wrong here?" You know, and it, it, it just messes with your head. It's, it's the flash up with a dick at the end as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And again, in the cinema, you see that flash, and you see people going. 
and your kid starts crying as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's magnificent. It really is a true really film. Um, okie dokie then. So number uh, eleven. Uh, now you got to pick yours there. Oh, number twelve. What have I done. Dumb and dumb Team and America. Got... Team America. Team America. Oh, Team America. Oh, it, again, it's talk- kind of what. I was just going to say, it's one of those films that I, I watched again recently and I had forgotten how brilliant Matt Stone and Trey Parker are in what they do. They Some people sort of say they don't care. I think they care a lot, but they kind of don't care that they care. And so in just the way that the whole film is put together, the whole, the, how unbelievably offensive it is, like the, in France at the beginning, You've got these French kids just running along singing Frere Rujaka. Matt, like this one. The Film Matt, Actors Guild? Yeah. <laughs> Matt, tell me that France isn't a real place. I, I refuse to believe that those people are real. I wish it wasn't, Sean, but it is. I'm talking of French. Uh, scum of Bourgeois. Bourgeois, I can't say it. Has just arrived as well. Oh, hey. hey. nice of you to join us. Hey. Only a few minutes French. ago. Uh, yeah, um, France is real place, unfortunately. I think it only exists so we can uh, continually kick their asses for another couple of centuries. <laughs> like, yeah. I think I think as well with Team America, in the opening sequence, you've got the best kung fu artist out of Detroit against one of these Iran guys, and the fight is just sort of... <laughs> and there's like no effort made <laughs> whatsoever. And their sense of humor is just funny. And Kim Jong un singing. And every now and then I just I break into Ron Ray. I'm so Ron Ray. <laughs> and it's just it's it's absolutely Team America. It's hilarious it? and it, offensive and it's brilliant. Disavow. Well, she says, uh, I'll only have sex with you if you promise not to die. <laughs> I, I promise I, I will never die. <laughs> <laughs> and have you seen? Have you ever seen the extended cut of the sex scene in that? Oh, it goes on forever. They're like so shitting on each other and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's horrendous. Um, Okie dokie. You know what then, what so. blows me away? What, one last thing. What blows me away about that movie is like they they really went that extra step where the actors and the elite and all that were literally against America, against the West. And that's actually what's happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've, they've yeah. gone that far now. And they, all, they thought, okay, this was, this was satire. It's like, not anymore. Nate. No, they, <laughs> they knew it back then. It they just, knew it. Uh, yeah. They knew it. They just come You say they don't here. care, but, but no, they don't care who they piss off. They do care about yeah. their craft. No, that's what that's what I mean. It's kind of people say they don't care, but they do care about it, and they make sure that everybody knows. And, and, and they're just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Okay, so eleven, number eleven. This has got eleven. Uh, we've got Ghostbusters for um, Yoda, Shawshank Redemption for me, American Psycho for Sean, and Goodfellas for um, Matt. Um, Yoda, Ghostbusters. What's it about? Um, it, it it's about family. And I think that's what's most important. Uh, <laughs> what about a black one? I could eat family. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Family. 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 No, I'm, I'm, doing the, I'm doing the Carrie Fisher after Last Jedi. It's oh. about family. Uh, the, uh, I, I mean, what can you say? I, I, it's endlessly repeatable, endlessly quotable, funny Perfect. every time. Perfect movie. Perfect, Perfect movie. movie. Yeah. Um, I never not get not laugh when he's 
turns on the nuclear accelerator in the elevator and then <laughs> moves back four inches like that's going to make a difference. <laughs> and again, you've got a perfect cast of you know Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and and Harold and, Ravis. Yeah, and and the black one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ernie Hudson, show some respect, man. But no, again, you, again, you do, you have this, you have got this perfect cast of people that just work together absolutely brilliantly. You, you will never find a, a more, a better comedy no. set of people like that. It's brilliant. No. It, it is, and it, and it's like I said, I can watch it at any time, and I will always enjoy it. Um, weirdly, I've just done a review of Mr. Harrigan's phone by Stephen King, which is an absolute pile of crap. But another short story was Shawshank Redemption, which, again, to me, is just this perfect character arc of a story of, of a, an innocent man who goes to jail, but then, what? Prison Spoilers? rape. Um, yeah, lots, there's lots of prison rape in it. But again, he goes through this, this story and manages to escape the confines of, of what he's again it's it's a brilliantly done film absolutely brilliant and it's it's quite horrific in places because it is it is mm. it's not fun um but i i, I love shawshank it, you, you it's just can't, the bomb. weirdly it's a, one of the most hopeful films ever made considering the, yeah. the source material mm-hmm. yeah it's a perfect. Um, I would argue it's a perfect film, except for this. Yeah. Tim Robbins is an asshole, but it is a. It's a perfect movie. Yeah, he he does a good that. job. He does. Yeah. Got to give the. Got, I mean, credit where it's due. You know. Yep. What What I always love as well is the fact that Clancy Brown, who plays mm. this psychotic, yeah, but but he, <laughs> I always love the fact that he then went on to play um, SpongeBob SquarePants's boss in the Krabby Show. <laughs> in SpongeBob SquarePants because it's kind of like, oh, who could we get to play um, his boss? Oh, you know that psychotic warder who who was also the Kang from um, what's it called from um, uh, Highlander? What about him? Corgan, Corgan, Cor- it's Kurgan. the Cor- Kurgan, yeah. Hey, Kurgan. hey, yeah. Credit where it's due. He was the best Lex Luthor ever. Yeah, Clancy Brown. And what a, he was uh, the voice of Lex Luthor in the animated ones. Best, best one ever. Like Mark yeah. Hamill is a Joker. He he's the best. Luthor, don't mm-hmm. bet. Hands down, no um, doubt. Matt, Goodfellas. I've heard as, you like Goodfellas. As far back well, as I, I can remember, I I've always wanted to be a good fella. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fucking brilliant, isn't it? Magnificent film from start to finish. Scorsese probably his very best as well, I would say. Mm-hmm. And mm. uh, no, you haven't you haven't seen Taxi Driver yet though, so. Yeah, I know, but I'll still I'll still be in the Goodfellas court. Yeah. It's just brilliant. You know, the cast is brilliant all round, and you know the narration and Ray Liotta, rest in peace. Yeah. Soundtrack again, soundtrack is brilliant. It's it's one of people always say you know the Godfather is is the blueprint for best. Karen, Karen, but... that's all I had, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a magnificent film. There's nothing I can't say too much about it. It's just it's a Again, perfect, a perfect I, film. I was going to say so. the weird, the weird casting of Joe Pesce, who plays this unbelievably psychotic guy in it. But again, he's Holy kind of like, bastard. but mm. but he's the bad guy in Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, you know, and yeah. and and again, it's kind of brilliant casting because you don't think an actor can get away with something like that, but I he thought, does it so I thought, well. I thought you said I'm good, Spider. I thought you, but what? I thought you said I'm good, Spider. 
It's from the movie, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember uh, that, all that well. These guys say that... that, they, well, how, these, that? We'll pass that in now. The guy, when Christopher Moltisante from The Sopranos gets shot in the foot and then he blows oh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is in his top 25 list, Yoda, but he doesn't even recognize <laughs> scene I, from I the do, movie. I do. Was there someone with Robert De Niro? I'm memorized fucking lines. Yeah, yeah I, De Niro's in it. <laughs> I do understand when he says that's the best Scorsese movie. I... And, and then you say, oh, no, you haven't seen Taxi Driver. It's like, boy, it's like trying to pick your favorite flavor of ice cream. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. No, you're completely wrong. Moss, Martin Scorsese's best movie was Shark Tale. Um, <laughs> where he did the voiceover. <laughs> hey, I, I love Wolf of Wall Street. That's I mean, that thing. I don't think, I don't think. Leonardo DiCaprio was ever funnier than when he tried to wander around on quaaludes that were yeah. <laughs> oh, a <okay>. mess. <laughs> I had no so idea. Who knew that he could be so funny anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, Sean, one of those movies which I, I figure you uh, sort of uh, as, a, as a drawing board for you, uh, American mm. Psycho. <laughs> He's literally me. Yeah. You're a stupid, you don't make that much money. You're not that well dressed. You're you're a stupid, ugly bitch. I want to stab you and play with your blood. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's a it's at least buy me dinner first. It is absolutely a great movie. It's you know a guy losing his mind in the eighties. He's a you know company big time Wall Street dude. He's a serial killer. That's it's kind he, of a dark comedy, isn't it? It really? is. It yeah. It's a dark comedy. Yeah. The book is not, but the movie is better than the book. This is a case of the b movie is better and more entertaining than the book. Better Here's than the, American Psycho 2? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, well, spoilers, you know, my list isn't over yet. But, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I actually looked then and thought, "Wow, look at oh, the, look no, at yeah. the audience has just dropped down." Uh, three went to, from like ten to three all of a sudden. Yeah. Okay, so, so let's move. Very let's violent. Move. We get to see Christian Bale chase a whore down with a chainsaw <laughs> and drop it on her from like five stories up and keep. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. great movie. It is, and we um, got thank so many, so many gifts for that as well. Yeah, <laughs> so many. Okay, so let's move into our top ten. Right, um, sorry, that's that's only a joke. Matt's going to get um, Yoda. Mister Smith goes to Washington. Me is Ringu. Raiders of the Lost start for Matt and a th thing again, much higher up this time for Sean. Uh, I'll start. Ringu is a Japanese horror, and mm. when I originally watched it on VHS, funny enough, all I knew about it was teenagers would watch a video. Uh, they would get a phone call and seven days later they would die. And that's mm -hmm. all about it. And um, the, we're, on our channel, we've got Mark Commode, who's a bellend of a film critic over here, who introduces it by telling you the end. And like I say, I knew nothing about it. And you think the film finishes and that she solves the mystery of this ring and she, and she saves the day, but then the film doesn't finish. <clears throat> and now spoilers, cause I mean, everybody kind of knows it now because of the American remake, the, <clears throat> at the end where the guy's at home and the TV comes on and you sort of think, Hmm, that's weird. And then this well appears, which is to do with this video. And the girl comes out of the well and then crawls out of the TV. I genuinely didn't sleep for a week. It was uh, it was a, terrifying. A legit scary movie moment for reals. 
it was it was it was it was the way the story was told because like you say you think it's it's over and done with everything's everything's fine we've we've solved the mystery and then when he dies like I say, when she came at the TV, I genuinely just remember scrambling on the sofa and just like I say, I couldn't sleep. It was absolutely <clears throat> brilliant. I did watch it again recently in the last year or so, and it kind of lost mm. a little it's bit a, of that. It's a one and done kind of like the magic yeah. is gone. But, but it's like great. It's the American version. When it's great, oh. but when you see it the first time, it hits with the sledgehammer impact. You think the American one is good or not? It's all right, yeah. It's, it's right. a it's a solid remake, but just it was not. I didn't think it was a patch on the original. I think I, it was I because honestly, everybody talked about it. The girl came out of TV. I was like, I just it, it, nothing. I felt nothing. I didn't care. I don't know why. It just it's not the American one. You're yeah, so dead. I'm dead inside. Apparently, I don't know what. I did not get it. I did not get why everybody was freaking out about it. The bit that the in the American version, what I do remember is, is when she's coming out of the TV, they actually cut away to Naomi Watts, I think it is, and she's trying to chase through traffic to get to him. And to me, that kind of took it took it out. Whereas in the original, he's just in this small flat, and just there's there's no cuts away or yeah, anything else. She just comes out of the TV, yeah. and it's just it was terrifying. Very, I, in, I, it's very intense. Yeah. Yeah, it was brilliant. I, I, I think I couldn't get past the idea of haunted VHS tape. I was like, just rewind it. What's the problem here? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Yoda, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Yeah, this is uh, this is probably the oldest movie on the list. And I just, I watched it way back when. I really loved it. But I there were some parts of it that I didn't really think were possible in this day and age because of the way, in, in the story, he's a, a state he's a senator he's a federal senator but he's from the state whatever state's unnamed and um this one guy kind of runs the state and he controls all the news media there and so he's able to to really keep the message the way he wants it and and, and you know i in this when i first saw it probably in the late 90s early 2000s i was like oh, you know with the internet and everything it'd be hard to keep that message down now i realize that is really much more possible than it's ever been it's way worse than it's ever been and the movie just hits me even harder than it did back then and i think it was a fantastic classic back then so he basically filibusters in the Senate to try to get the message out that this guy is crooked and he's running the state. And he's got a lot of graft going on. Same problems that we have now. I mean, I, I feel like it's still timely. And there's like all these moments where like he 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 gets interviewed by the press and the press doesn't take him seriously, but he he comes and he he's he's authentic with them and they shit on him and lie about him in the press. <laughs> and then he goes, and he starts punching out reporters, just, just goes and just socks them one. And I'm like going, yeah, you beat the shit. Out of <laughs> so I, I just, I, I don't know. It, it considering it was made in 1939 or 1938 and it's more timely now yeah. than it was 20 years ago is sad to me, but it's still a great movie. Mm -hmm. Excellent. You've got a lot of old um, classics on your list, Yoda. Yeah, well, I'm a eclectic well, kind of guy. He wants he's to seem he wants to seem smarter than us with his. Uh, yeah, that or I'm older than all of you. I, I watch things in black and white, so yes, I'm much yeah. more intellectual than you. Um, <laughs> Matt, you've got Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, what a film, eh? What a film! 
just again magnificent from start to finish. Yeah, it's not. It's not just the fact it's got a, a good story that you follow all the way through, but the photography, the bit when he meets Karen Allen for the first time and he goes to walk out and just the light catches his eye yeah. and just it's the lit. It, it's Spielberg at his most absolute best, in my yeah. opinion. Now, now, what do you guys? Let me ask you, Matt. What do you think that of the meme that um, Indiana Jones is superfluous to his own movie? <laughs> They would have all died at the end anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Again, it ended with the last crusade. These people need to know when to stop. Mm. But it's oh, I mean, a beautiful movie. It's fantastic. Sorry, go on, Yoda. No, I mean, within the story, the Nazis would have gotten the Ark and they would have opened it and they all would have died anyway. It didn't matter. Yeah. Indiana Jones did not matter in this story. I will see what you're saying. <laughs> It could have been a, yeah, it could have been twenty Who minutes. Who made that meme? Someone's just cynical and made that meme. I, I don't know. It, it'd been around for a while. I think they did it on Big Bang Theory or something. But in the end, if you think about it, it's like he has he has no purpose in that movie. <laughs> it's well, like, he, does, he gets huh. he does get the arc at the end of the day and gives it back. To yeah, he brings it, the, the the only thing that he does is bring the arc back to be put into a giant <laughs> warehouse where it's forgotten. Yeah. That's it. My, he's he's UPS. Top. <laughs> <laughs> Not to take away the credit yes. of this, but I did. This I did love is. the fact. I did love the one with Family Guy, where it's got um, Indy and Marion tied to the pole, and all these demons are flying around. And he goes, "Marion, whatever you do, don't open your eyes." And she goes, "Oh, Indy, by the way, I'm pregnant. Well, just open one eye." <laughs> <laughs> but, I just yeah, watched um, um, a documentary on Disney Plus called Light and Magic which is obviously about industrial light and magic, and it goes into all the special effects that was created for, obviously, Star Wars, Indiana, Indiana Jones, and they've done the Terminator 2 as well. And it, it's worth checking out the documentary, but the, the special effects involved for the, the face-melting scene mm. of the Nazi with a blackout, I can't remember his name. They actually built they actually built a face with muscle tissue and eyes and everything else, and then slowly melted it off layer by layer. Talk about time-lapse photography. Oh, um, just a weird genius. One. And special effects and the stuntman work under the under the car. You know, it's just no CGI, all real practical effects, all well thought out. And, the, the you know, is there a movie out there that's got better sound effects for someone punching someone else in the face? No. And the nope. gun. The gunfire sounds. The gunfire sounds amazing too. It sounds like cannons going off. It's awesome. Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's such a great film, and it's one of those films that if you make the mistake of channel surfing about ten o'clock at night before you're going to bed, or you want <laughs> yeah. to feel it, and you come across it, you're like, oh, look, so I'm now up till two. In the I, I legit never laughed harder. I think in my young movie going life when they came out that time. That when Indy just shot the sword guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the greatest yeah. fuck it moment I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Um, yeah. Matt, you'll appreciate the fact that one of the bad guys, one of the Nazis, was also in Porridge, the TV series. Oh, uh, yeah. Who wrote an Ron article Ron about it? Ronald, Ronald Lacey, I think it was. This is completely at random. There's a TV series over in the UK called Porridge, which was like a comedy set in a prison and um, with a brilliant... British comedian called Ronnie Barker, but one of the bad one of the bad guys was he was in that, and he was quite a weedy character in Porridge. And then seeing him as this Nazi was kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was weird. But it was, but again, you can't you. 
Raiders of the Lost Ark, you can't fault it in, in any way. Perfect movie. Perfect movie. Okie dokie then. So we are on to number nine. nine yes, yeah. number nine. Number nine. Bring it up. Indiana Jones and the Last wow. Crusade for Yoda. Me, Lord of the Rings as the trilogy. Uh, Sean Heat and um, Matt Matrix. And one, last, one last thing on number 10. Sean, you had the thing, which we've talked oh, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah just, skip, just skip the... Yeah, if it doubles up, just skip it as far as yeah. I'm concerned. I just sorry, wanted to make right. a mention. Um, yeah, so uh, let's go on then with Indiana Jones. Yoda, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the, the last of the series. Uh, yeah, and there was never <laughs> any others, uh, thank, which was nice. I, thank, nice. Thank, yeah, they really stuck to that. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you literally cannot end a trilogy better than them riding off into the sunset. No. And, Truly. you know, Indiana Jones, is, uh, dad is freaking James Bond, the best James Bond there ever was. I mean, I, I'm yeah. just, I don't know. It, it's, it works just as well, I think, as the first one. Um, I would say the only thing I have that I would probably, I think it lost a tiny bit of edge. I don't know if it was making Marcus kind of a buffoon or yeah, some other things mm. I didn't quite like, but for the most part, it's, it's great. Huh. He chose. Um, uh, yeah. and, and also how unbelievably hot is Alison Doody? Mm. Uh, unbelievably hot. Is that that uh, blonde German she, butt? Yes. Yep. I'd like to get yeah, her right in her duty home. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'd let her. I'd let her pee in my butt. <laughs> Just to bring us back down to Sean's level. So, yes. Sean, uh, Heat, Michael Mann's Heat. Yeah. Um, my, uh, Al Pacino, Val Kilmer, Robert De Niro, greatest heist movie ever made. Greatest gunfight, firefight yeah. ever made. Mm. Greatest moment. Between those two, just having a quiet talk in, yep. the, in a cafe, knowing what's all been going on. I mean, that that tense moment, it's just great. Great movie. Two yeah. great actors at the top of their game. Uh, Heavily influenced we, by the Dark Knight, Sean. That's what you said earlier yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. We were we were all here. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've we've mentioned the Matrix and again the kind of the, the, the influence that it's had. For me, I I put in the Lord of the Rings, uh, like I say, as a trilogy, because again, it's kind of one of those films I don't watch on its own. I think I did watch it down and like do the nine-hour version of it the other day. Yeah, again, it's it's a brilliant story of boring. friendship oh, and of on, camaraderie. Man. Fucking boring. No, it's taking not. on the enemy and. <clears throat> now you want to see boring? Watch the Rings of Power on Amazon. Mm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's boring. Um, you'll Lord find out what I, fucking boring is the only thing I would uh, the only com mild complaint about I have it is, is that Peter Jackson overuses the CG and sort of like so you have cameras flying down through stuff and I think sometimes that's overly done when you think of something like The Shining where there's kind of like yeah, there's a few tracking shots but I mean there's nothing kind of like that I think that's a little bit overused but overall it's a brilliantly told story it's absolutely fantastic it, um, it would be it would be a perfect trilogy if it had more people of color and gay trans in it. That's probably what uh, it needs. It's that's what it the rings of yeah. power. Um, <laughs> yeah. You've got that now. Yeah, your wish yeah. is granted. Yeah. I know. Sean. Yes, thank 
And the fact that you <laughs> like Lord of the Rings just proves the writers that you're patently evil. Yeah. yeah. Well, that yeah, I am. Yeah. Well, I've only got to watch this show. Kind of <laughs> yeah. Okay. So number eight. Um, back uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off for Yoda. Back to the Future for me again. Uh, I say it's a trilogy, but no, I, I'm kind of more to the first one with that. Hamburger Hill for Sean, and then seven for Matt. Um, seven is brilliant. Mm. Matt, tell us mm -hmm. about it. Brad Pitt again, David Fincher again, and again, one of those films that is just riddled with filth and nastiness that you can't mm. take your eyes off. You've just got it's to watch great. the sloth scene. It's a, I, don't it's get, ex, I don't get jumps in scares and from films that that sloth scene. I was like, fuck, you know, that's just one of the worst <laughs> things I've ever It's another exploitation film that's pretending to be, you know, not mainstream yeah but yeah. it is it's great it's fucking great nice brilliant absolutely brilliant and again it's pretty much ageless i mean mm. we've just had the batman which was heavily influenced from seven and you know what's in the box what's in the box it's, it's just such a good ending great again. It's great film it's and i'm glad they've never done a sequel it's his wife's head i mean oh is it Thank, thank you, yeah. Sean. Brilliant. Well done, <laughs> sir. You truly are. You truly are a, an intellect to be reckoned with. Um, <clears throat> again, it's kind of one of those scenes where if they actually showed what was in the box, it would have completely ruined it. Absolutely mm. ruined it. Yeah. You know, and they Masterful just didn't need to do film. it. And, yeah. But it I kind of, I kind of wish there was a scene though that cut to like Gwyneth Paltrow's head. And I was going to say it is Gwyneth Paltrow. That would be kind of visceral and fun. No, I don't mean <laughs> that. I, no, no, no. I don't mean that as a joke. Although that is a funny joke. I, <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I like the horror of seeing this. You know, I, I just for a second, a flash to it. I think would have. I don't do, know. You do get a flash of her of her face and everything. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's you just get like, like a little, little bit of hair. I think. Yeah, no, it's I want, her face. I've paused it. It's her face, like the um, the dick things from Fight Club. No, if you watch it, you watch that last bit. There's a literally Are, a split second of her face. Is he <laughs> fucking with me? No, no I, I swear to God, man. I I'm just I having a lot of concerns. I'm, I'm just having a lot of concerns with Matt going frame by frame. Where is her face? Where is her head? Give me the tissues. Give me the tissues. Give me the tissues. That whole thing, that whole thing is, um, is very orange and browns and dusty, isn't it? And then oh, all of a sudden there's like this oh, pure white, a pure white flash up. So I paused it and it's actually... No shit. Oh, man. I'm going to have to... I'm going to find it while you carry on talking. That's cool. I've put down Back to the Future. Because it's just, I mean, Back to the Future is one of those films where if you think about it too much, none of it makes any sense. Doesn't but matter. Doesn't it doesn't matter. matter because you are, it is pure entertainment from beginning to end. You know, from that opening scene with the speaker to the whole flying car, you just, it, it, you, you just can't, you don't get better than this as, it's as, the, as entertainment. It's the best wind, it's the best incest movie ever made. <laughs> True. <laughs> Oh, um, oh, that's that's next yeah, week. Almost. And everyone, <laughs> um, I, I think, I think the scene with Doc and Marty, you know, trying to get you know to beat the lightning, mm. and Doc is trying so hard, and then he finally gets the thing, and he pulls it out. And he has to, you know, that's one yeah. of the greatest moments of building up tension I've ever seen. In the movie. It is. It yeah, yeah. It really is. Yeah, it's um, a great film. 
Uh, yeah, uh, you can, like I say, you just you can't fault Back to the Future. It's, it's the film that got me skateboarding as a kid because it, when it came out, I was ten and I wanted a skateboard. After that, because Marty had a skateboard. Yeah, um, yeah. and it also wanted me that... to get a time machine as well. Hanging out to the back of cars with skateboards—it's a bad idea, guys. My uh, my friend who passed away earlier this year, his neighbor has a DeLorean that is still mint, and he still Uh, drives it. Would you believe in Armpit, West Virginia? There's a dude that drives around a a mint DeLorean. I believe he probably bought it at the time. He did never. He did. Oh yeah. He he's a lawyer or something, and he bought it back then, and he's just maintained it and. Yeah, it look. I mean, it's perfect. It's. I get one if I could. I would too. One of my one of my old neighbors has got one. I've got a picture of me and the kids sitting in it. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's it's great. So, um, uh, Yoda, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, one of John Hughes's great films. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of John Hughes films I could have picked from. I love The Breakfast Club and all that, but I I don't know Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I I think it's kind of. Like you could watch it on the surface level and it's it's great. But I love the idea that perhaps Ferris Bueller doesn't exist. And yeah. <laughs> I knew you was gonna go that way. I knew you I, I, that. I love that idea. I don't know why. It's just kind of gets it gives a whole new spin on the movie. And it's just hilarious from beginning to end. It works yeah. for me. Mia, and it's Mia, sincere. Mia, Mia Sarah is in it. Is the and Mia yeah. Sarah is hot as all get out in it. So she yeah. is a, she is a nuclear missile. Yeah. <laughs> and if, is, if Cameron is is hallucinating at all, why wouldn't he hallucinate a Mia Sarah? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, I do love Ferris Bueller. It's great. I love the the random musical bit in the middle of it. It's just it's yeah. so it's so at random, but just <laughs> yeah. it works so so wonderfully well. Uh, it's great. Um, Sean Hamburger Hill. Yeah, greatest. Uh... It's a story of McDonald's, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's about how the founder. <laughs> the story of Ray Kroc. It's a, yeah, amazing story. Who knew that there were so many deaths involved in McDonald's? Is that where not, they get their meat from? Not from cholesterol, but you know. Um, but yeah, no. Tell us about it. It is based on a real battle in Vietnam by the 101st Airborne, and we follow this company as they try to fight their way up. Up a mountain in Vietnam, it's a pretty simple story, but you get to know all these guys before they get started, and we see them die one at a time as they keep trying to take this hill. And it's a, it's a, it's the best Vietnam War movie to come out of the eighties, better than Platoon. It's, it's a great movie. It's very, really, very realistic gear. Good attention was paid to all the details too. It's, it's great. Very brutal. A lot of people think it's like more depressing than all the other anti-war Vietnam movies at the time, and that's probably true, but. It's a, it's a great movie. You should but check you it out if you've never seen it. You were thoroughly entertained by it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, Okie dokie, then. Let's move on, then, to number seven. I've got Hot Fuzz. Yoda's got Back to the Future, just have one ahead of me. Sean is hard-boiled. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Predator again by uh, Matt. Um, okay, Sean, tell us about hard-boiled. It is a Hong Kong action movie with Chow Yun-Fat playing... Uh, Detective Tequila, and he's like a one-man army. And uh, who's who's his partner in the picture? Uh, that that is that's your last girlfriend, according to the police. <laughs> Lover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
So, so the poster, the poster, I immediately think I see a poster like that and immediately think comedy. Yeah, I but know it's John <laughs> Woo. Is it really? It's, it's a yeah, it's unfortunate, but yeah, he at one point in the end they have to evacuate a hospital because there's a giant gun battle going in, and and he, you know, they say they're he saves a baby. I don't know why they chose that for that cover, but it is the probably the best shoot 'em up <laughs> ever made, and it has the best long take shoot 'em up sequence ever put on film. It yes, is a I do remember that, yeah. Absolute masterpiece of action. You gotta see it if you've never seen it before. It is just so it's a thrill ride. It's a thrill a minute. <laughs> so why did they put the baby in the poster? Because when I, I done know. these graphics, I was thinking this is a wind up and I searched for about fifteen <laughs> minutes and I was like, oh I don't know. I, I thought I, it was a comedy. Look at that. No, I think Jamie no. put a comedy in there. No, I don't know why they chose that for that picture because it's it's a short part. I mean, he rescues the baby at the end. It's sort of like the last thing he does is he is he. So, he, so not only does it sell it as a, as as that, but it's also it's a spoiler as well. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> It's, no, it's for all you know, he kills the baby from the cover. We don't know. Yeah, he is. Chi- yeah, he's Chinese. They eat weird stuff over there. Yeah. <laughs> it was born. I, I tell you what it is. The baby, the baby was female, and it was born during the one-child policy that China. Had. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It, Brilliant. It, it's his. It's 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 a great movie guys i mean it's probably one of the best action movies ever made in my opinion it's not you know it don't have a bunch of car chases and stuff but that you know in in uh, john woo fashion like the the gunfights are like ballet with it's just yeah amazing yeah. is there a lot of doves i think there's a few there should be because john yeah. always has the doves yeah all um, right boba talk about mentioned- I was gonna, well, yeah, I was gonna say we mentioned Back to the Future and, and Predator. Hot Fuzz is easily the favorite of my Cornetto trilogy. because uh, obviously you've got Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and then At the World's End. I thought the world's end was pretty weak. The weakest. Think, yeah. I, I like Shaun of the Dead, but Hot Fuzz for me just absolutely nailed the comedy, the action. Um, and it's just it's just hilarious. It's just absolutely brilliant, and 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 the attention to detail of everything. It's just I absolutely love Hot Fuzz. It's Simon Pegg at his peak. Say Aaron A. Aronson using that that accent. Aaron A. Aronson. Eh, it's not. That's did he didn't. Aaron A. Aronson because he, he's like Devin. Yeah. Aaron A. Aronson. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, a guy gets stabbed by a church. It's fantastic. Through the That's roof good. of his, yeah, James, the worst James Bond gets stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite uh, part of that I is. I disagree this, on that. I like uh, no, worst James Bond. It was just a joke. Come on, take it easy. Uh, I, I love the fact of it. It's just, this really hurts. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. <laughs> And 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 just like I say, the whole thing is brilliant. And also, again, I love it because it was filmed just up the road from me. Again, if you do a search on the yeah, yeah, yeah. we know, we know. I'm just saying, you know, it's great. Number six, number six. Hold on, I wasn't ready. I thought you were going to talk about the other two. Oh, all right, just some hag, hag, me, me. (laughs) Blues Brothers, Matt, Back to the Future, Sean, Dawn of the Dead, and um. Yoda ET. Um, so we've mentioned Back to the Future, Matt. Sorry, but yeah, um, no, that's Sean. fine, man. That's fine. Not sorry, we're getting crossovers. Sean, Dawn of the Dead. Dummies. Which, remind us which Dummies. one that is. Dummies. 
dummies. That is the original 1979 Dawn of the Dead, which is probably the gold standard for all zombie movies. Movies, yeah. Very creepy, legit creepy. Uh, it's good. special effects in it are really not that great as far as the makeup and stuff goes, but it doesn't matter. It's great. It is a watch. Uh, uh, there's a million cuts of the movie, but the best one you find on YouTube for free, and it's called The Mall Hours, and it's a fan edited. All the different versions are re-edited, all the cut scenes, and it's like three and a half hours long, but it's... Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's George Romero and his hatred of capitalism is on yeah. full display. <laughs> yeah. It is a... Com- yes, it's communist propaganda, but it's great. You it's get to quite- see a, a guy get his head blown off by the shotgun. It's fun. Nice. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a I'm gonna. Movie. I'm going to ask a horrible question here, but is that the one in the mall? Yes, and I've been okay. to that mall. I've actually been to that mall. Like, oh, boring, going, boring. Yeah. That's just what you like, just said to me when I went to F- Fuzz. But this is in America, so it matters. We're going to have World War II here. <laughs> um, Yoda, E.T., you soppy old git. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if, you, if you don't cry at ET, you're a soulless monster. I don't care what anybody says. I never cried. Oh, an alpha. Yeah. Nah, nah, you're soulless. Sorry. It, it's, <laughs> you, it's about it's about Whoopi Goldberg molesting a little boy. That's a with very her, different movie. With her finger. <laughs> E.T. E. is E.T. Look, I did a whole I did a whole video on it. You could go watch it. So they're celebrating 1982. But basically, it's it's Spielberg at his best. It's his transition movie between doing things that he would later do, like Empire of the Sun, Saving Private Ryan, uh, and his feel good classics like Close Encounters and uh, you know Raiders of the Lost Ark and things like that. So I mean, I just. I think it's great. I think it's I think it's kind of a a forgotten movie, but I think part of its charm is that nobody ever tried to reboot or make a sequel out of it. Thank mm-hmm. God. Uh, you know, what about the computer game? It's weird that it is kind it's of fantastic. Forgotten. It you know it is weird because it is kind of forgotten when it was a huge cultural thing at the time. You know, I remember it was enormous. Yeah. Like it sold yeah. a lot of Reese's Pieces. I remember that. Uh, <laughs> no, well, Reese's Pieces went ahead M and M's because no, yeah. of it. For oh. for a brief time. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it it is a good, it is a great Spielbergian sentimental. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it it does it perfectly, and it captures. It, I was like Elliot's exact age mm-hmm. at that time. I'm the same age. Lived in a very similar circumstances, you know, suburbia and all that. So I mean, you know, a lot of Star Wars stuff in it and all that just hit me perfect. And it also it also had Erica Aliniak when she was hot. Drew Barrymore was your sister? <laughs> no. <laughs> I would have been able to get a lot more drugs if she was. I uh. <laughs> um I put in the Blues Brothers because uh, again, like I say I'm a sucker for a musical, and the Blues Brothers is just one of those films which is utterly bonkers. I and never liked just, it. Uh, the, oh, the, you're the, wrong. The fact that it goes, the fact that it goes on, it goes on and on and on, and it just gets worse and worse and worse for them. And the only place they were going to end up is, is ultimately in jail <laughs> and stuff with I, all these people trying to kill them and everything else. It's brilliant. It's a magic car. That's all you need to yeah. know. Yeah. I love the I love when the Nazis for whatever reason end up like 
eight million stories above the ground and start, you know, because they jumped off this bridge and now they're <laughs> yeah. way I up there. I have always loved you. I always loved you. And then they hit. <laughs> it's just, again, it's just, it's one of those stupid, silly comedies, which just, I don't know, just absolutely nails it. And I know it was like a big thing on Saturday Night Live and stuff, which we never got over here. So I kind of never got the, the references like that. But to me, this movie was just, it was just stupidly good fun. Um, my my favourite line from it is um, when they go to the Bob's Country Bunker and he sort of says, uh, what kind of music do you play here? Oh, we got both kinds, country and western. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the greatest oh, car chase ever put to film, absolutely. Fight Me. They, how, I think like 7,000 Chicago police cars, give or take one or two, got wrecked. I love, I love the fact when all there's, there's about 20 cars all piled up and all the policemen climb out the cars and just start shooting at him. Just start shooting. <laughs> oh, and one last thing before we move on. John Candy, after the, the police car ends up in the in the back of us, <laughs> and, and he's like, can I have the radio? Sure. Yeah. Uh, this is car. What car, car are we in? Five, five. Yeah, this is car 55. We're, We're in a truck. In a truck. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> i don't know i never i don't know it just didn't do it for me too much Okey musical doke. i guess oh yeah you don't want too much joy in your films do you sean no um, uh, okay then number number five i've got holy grail sean um matt has got empire strikes back sean has got reanimator and then yoda has got close encounters of a third kind i'm a little uh, angry i didn't think to put holy grail on my list um i'll go first with that one then Holy Grail is probably the best comedy of all time ever. Um, really? It is, ah, oh, it is so unbelievably quotable. It is just, it's hilarious. The comedy is, the comedy has a real weight of intellect to it, but at the same time, is so utterly stupid in places. He says and, that it's the greatest comedy ever made. It like he's never seen an Amy Schumer movie. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I've only seen two of them. Um, no, but. I mean, it is. It's just one of those films that just, no matter how, I, I, I could genuinely recite the whole movie from memory. Please don't. Please don't. I won't. I won't. But what I'm saying is, is, I could do that. But every time it's on, I still just laugh at how funny it is. And the ending is again brilliant. The fact that they're going to storm this castle and then they all get arrested. <laughs> they all get arrested for murder and stuff. I, I love, I love Holy Grail. Um, I, I find it I, funnier than with you, one hundred percent. It's well, all right. I found it a bit too ridiculous, if I'm honest. Yeah, that probably I would have to agree with that. I can't I I hand in your British citizenship. Aren't you? <laughs> I yeah, I know. Heresy. I'm probably the only person. Crime against the crown, like there, man. Do you have I just thought you're just stupid for the sake of being stupid. Yeah, that's I, that's the thing with me, like that kind of thing. It, it's a little. Never mind. I don't want to like I'd, get with it. no, no, no. With it though, the, uh, like I say, I I just like stupid comedy. I like, like I say, with Team America, there are places in Team America which is just stupid, and I just I Dumb find that funny. Um, yeah, exactly. Dumb and Dumb is another one, like I say, and yeah, so I like it. Um, I'll tell you what, I, I, I'll tell you what, if Matt, if you want to talk about Empire Strikes Back and then Sean, just, you know, chip in whenever you want to with Empire, because I know that's going to be on your <laughs> list as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a thing, I didn't realise that my list is a lot of sequels, and, and it, Again, probably a sequel that's better than the original. I mean, I, oh, yeah. what do you want me to say about Empire Strikes Back? It's just brilliant from start to finish. Yeah, you know, we've all said it a million times. So it's just amazing, absolutely amazing. Sean, your thoughts? 
it's the best of the three, and I agree with that. That's about. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, course, I have no because the, no, the, there is only three. Exactly. I, I, yeah, I appreciate yes, you saying it's the best of the three. I, like yeah. that's all there yeah. are. I well done, sir. It's got it's got everything. It's science yeah. and action and love and monsters and lightsabers. Yeah, you know, it's just it's remarkable. It's a really it's a remarkable film. It's about family, and I think Fam that's family. The most important. Family. <laughs> I mean, with it as well, it's probably got the biggest plot twist in cinema history. I know there's a black oh, guy. Without a <laughs> yeah, without that, I think you're dead right now. Yeah, and um, there is a, there's a couple of videos on YouTube of people who actually shot footage live in a cinema when it, that happened, and you can just hear the audience go, <gasps> like you know. And apparently, even James Earl Jones, when he read the script, he said to George Lucas, he said, "He's his father." No, he's lying. You know, and I mean, they, even he couldn't believe it. And they kept it a secret from David Prowse, didn't they? He had a, I had a massive mouth on him, loose lips. <laughs> so yeah. he, he actually said the lines of Obi Wan is your father. So it wasn't yeah. so they actually yeah. see the film that he said it as well. Yeah, it, yeah, you know, a magnificent um, film. It is. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, we've got uh, where were we? Number Reanimator. Yeah, Reanimator. Shashorn. Yeah, go on. Oh yeah, one of the. Uh... One of the greatest horror movies ever made. Dark, a bit of a dark, dark comedy too, based on oh, Lovecraft. Hilarious! Story. Yeah, it's yeah. so much. A, you get to see, oh man, we get to see a headless corpse take his head and orally <laughs> rape a woman, and probably, <laughs> a scene that caused the actor to end up divorced from his wife. As a matter of fact, <laughs> yeah. oh, was this the one I meant to watch? You should have watched. Uh, you should. No, it's, it's great. not. It's, it's not, not on the show. No, Necromantic is what you're thinking. No, that, no, no, no. Oh, wow, this okay. is very different ne movies. Necromantic is a com not a comedy. No. Oh, okay. uh, I well, laugh. I mean, <laughs> he wouldn't think it's a comedy. What? Yeah. No, what was the line, Sean, when he when they're trying to chase the dead cat and the guy? Oh God, I can't remember. Where he I, says, I just... "He said, why didn't you tell me?" He's like, "What am I supposed to do? Leave a post-it note? Cat dead? Details later?" Yeah. That, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Leanne, Leanne in the comments obviously likes Reanimator as well. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's one of my favourites. Um, and then uh, Yoda, you've got what should have been in my list. Well, I didn't actually put it in, but Close Encounters of Third Kind. Yeah, um, I, I just I, I saw this at a very young age, but I've I've enjoyed it ever since. Again, this is one of those which version do you like kind of thing. Mm. Um, I like the version that puts in some of the more of the things that they find like the ship in the desert i do mm. not like where richard dreyfus goes and sees the inside of the ship mm -hmm. i don't want to see yeah, the inside of the yeah, ship that that's a bad idea yeah. um but uh overall it's I don't know if he's the worst father or the luckiest one because those kids were horrible and his wife was horrible. But on the other hand, he kind of brought it on himself. So there's, there's mm -hmm. that whole thing that we talk about now. Uh, but just you want to talk about two movies that really probably inspired things like Stranger Things, like when they talk about 80s sci-fi Spielbergian movies. What, is, what kind of atmosphere are you trying to evoke? It's probably E.T. and Close Encounters. Yeah, I mean, those two are pretty much it. If you if you really think about those type of movies back then, and they 
I, you know, movies like Cocoon and some others, I think they uh, explores a little bit. I think they all kind of evoke, try to evoke that kind of tone that he set down with Close Encounters. So great movie. Love it. Mm. Yep. I do, you think, agree. do you think, well, looking at these lists as we go along, there's a lot of Spielberg stuff in there, understanding. Yeah, part of that's our, there, part when we were born, yeah. all that too. Back in the day, I was going to say, back in the day, Spielberg was a, there was, I think there wasn't a time where like four of the top 10 movies of the decade were Spielberg or something or other. Maybe Spielberg or Lucas. Fact. Lucas yeah. had the other three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okie dokie then. So that was number five. Number four. Number four. We've talked about Fight Club. Um, we talked about Jaws. Uh, yep. But um, Tay Gun, Tay Gook guy. Tay Googie. Tay Googie. South Korean war movie about South, you know, the war in Korea. About Hang two on. And Matt picked Alien. Sean, would you like to talk about your movie? No, I think I just did. <laughs> Um, no, it, glad we're not getting too obscure with any of these. It, oh, <laughs> yeah. it's it's it is the it is the best war movie ever made. It is the South Korean version of uh, Saving Private Ryan, but it is amped up to ten. It's the wow. it, it, it a few years you know a few more years to improve on special effects. It's a very realistic, horrible story. Nonstop, it is the best. Uh, it's the best war. What movie. was it made? Oh gosh, uh, early two thousands. Um, I'm not quite sure. You have close to, enough, but yeah, I, I mean, it's yeah, it's around that time, but it's it's amazing because they make some South Korea makes fucking great action movies and war movies, and that is the, they do, yeah. yeah, that is the gold stand. If you ever watch it, you'll say that is the gold standard for for war movies right there. Even now, watch it now, and you're like, even by like action war ish movies now, that still is can't top it. Not yet, they ain't topped it yet. Brilliant. We've mentioned Fight Club, we've mentioned Jaws, um, but Matt, you had Alien down, the original Alien. Yeah, amazing. amazing. Better than Aliens. Mm. Hence why it's another Yeah. Listen, I've always said that Alien, and is the, if you were, if someone, whoever wrote Alien, gave one one draft Dan, to Dan O'Bannon. And one draft yeah. to Americans, and that's why you've got Alien and Aliens. This is just a masterclass in suspense and scares mm. and jumps and, and the xenomorph to this day is just one of the most horrific fucking things i've ever seen on screen mm. but it just it does it keeps you on the edge of your seat from start to finish it's horrible it makes you sweat you know you cut it's one of those things you actually it's claustrophobic it over yeah you yeah. can't wait for it to be over it's just and like horrible, but and ripley like, was right don't let him in and like blade runner <laughs> if the 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 design the set design the atmosphere is oh. Unmatched. I think as well, well, I was going to say with the practical effects, I think it's actually brilliant because it's so believable that Mm. the fact that even though it's kind of set in the future, if you like, because obviously they've been, you know, in cyber sleep or whatever it was, was cryostasis. But the the technology is kind of what you could imagine that kind of ship would have, even Mm -hmm. if it was Mm. built. Like, you know, and and just, yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. There's a a term for that. There's a term for that where it's like, what, what, uh, what do they call it? Something like um, used u- future. Yeah, used future, yeah. blue collar, used future, something like that. And oh man, I love the the tone it sets. Like that I, I think it, I think it's difficult when when somebody says, "Well, I think Aliens is better than Alien," or Aliens is, you know, whichever one is better. I feel like 
they're almost two distinct genres, even though yes. they're sequels. Yes. That it's yeah. really difficult to say one is better than the other because they're. It's like saying which is better when Harry met Sally or Empire Strikes Back. Like, what? Yeah, one 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 is a when Harry met Sally. Yeah, one, maybe one is a perfect uh, you know sci-fi horror slasher. Then the other one is a sci-fi military action. You know. Hmm. Yeah, one um, one psychological. Alien is a psychological. Just fucks with your head, and and you know obviously the whole themes about rape and everything else which they emphasize on. It's just you know. I, I, I love it. it. I love it. Great. It's one of those films. And I think you're right, Yoda. You can't really, it's difficult to compare them both. But I think if you was to be, if you used to say you're only allowed to watch one for the rest of your life, which one would you choose? When Harry Potter. Probably aliens. Oh, I'd, sorry. Probably, <laughs> I'd probably, I, I would pick aliens because it's more fun. You know, alien is, I, it's a sla it's a slasher movie, you know, and, and it, and it has those tropes and, you know, but I don't know, man, it's a, I'd probably, one thing I can say for sure is I do, I do not like Ridley squats later edit where he tries to make it. It's, it's no. like he, tr he tried to sabotage James Cameron after the fact by going, Oh, there's no queen. It reproduces a, you know, yeah. it's like, dude, fuck off. I don't. That's the problem. That's well. There, that was in the original novel. That was before Cameron did his. So yeah, I mean, but to be fair, was, that was but, in the original screenplay. Yeah, but we didn't see that on screen, so therefore it was fair game. Yeah. To Doesn't count. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I just, I, you know. Yeah. Okay, well, really, let's get. Right, really let's doesn't get understand in, his own shit. Let's no, get don't. into the top three. Mm. We have got Raiders of the Lost Ark again. The Shining again. Uh, Close Encounters again, but Sean's got a nice new original one of Battle Royale. Tell yes, us about that, Sean. Battle Royale on any given day could be my number one because for years it was, and it is a dystopian, slightly into the future J Japanese, and it's basically a there's a law that's passed to cut down on delinquency and youth criminals, and they have to go to an island and fight to the death towards there's only one left, and it is a bloody, gory, so much fun. <laughs> Just great movie. You get to it see is. Japanese high school kids murder each other in gruesome, terrible ways. I think what what was great about it was because I watched it fairly recently, and because I hadn't seen it for a long time. And what I loved about it was is none of them believe they're in that situation. Mm -hmm, yeah, <laughs> you know, until like the first one actually dies, and then it's like, hang on, oh, what we are actually doing yeah, this? And, this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're um, they're they're given. All of them are given different weapons, and some of them get something as useless as like a garbage can lid, or binoculars, then, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just <laughs> and they turn and they, you know, they try the friends turn on each other because they're all, you know, they because they they know only one of them can live, and so some of them try to get together to come up with a plan, but they don't trust each other, and it just falls mm -hmm. apart. It's a great movie. It is a fucking masterpiece of a movie. It's a perfect movie, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. It is. It is spectacular. Let's get to number two. Number two. We have got Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, Superman, and another original from Sean of Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> so, actually, uh, nobody's actually put Star Wars up there. Well, like I say, my Return of the Jedi is is the trilogy itself, but it's Return of the Jedi that is my favorite. It's the first one I remember seeing in the big on the big screen. Um, even though I saw cinema at home 
and my dad had it on eight mil and we had it on our own orange in return of the jedi i just remember seeing it with all my friends and queuing outside and being excited and watching it and just like i say the bit where 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 luke says i'm a jedi like my father before me and the whole um falcon flying in and out of the death star is to me it's just the best cinema i can i can remember it's brilliant i absolutely love it um and like i say we mentioned we mentioned superman so star wars then yoda well, I mean, you know, being a few years older than you, that was one of my earliest. And you talk about seven years old, like one of your earliest moments is seeing mm. Star Wars in 70 millimeter on the biggest indoor screen in the, in the city. You might as well just branded it into my brain. You know, I mean, it was just, it was, it rewrote my DNA, literally. I never, and, and it was, I don't think if you weren't alive back then, or if you weren't around, you'd you don't understand what a cultural earthquake it was. Um, it it was like nothing that had ever come before, and I never get tired of it. Uh, I get tired of the changes, but <laughs> I never get tired of the actual movie. And um, uh, there's only one movie that can top it, in my opinion. And it's it's, uh, but it was the movie that started it all. And for good or for ill at this point, but um, I, I don't think that all the crap that Disney has done to Star Wars should take away from the sim simple mytho mythological greatness that was that first film. Yeah. Um, Sean, then tell us about Returning of the Living Dead. Greatest horror movie ever made. Best best zombie movie. It's a it's another black horror comedy written by yeah. Dan O'Bannon. Written, yeah. directed by Dan O'Bannon, the guy that wrote Alien, and uh, oh, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, great movie. It's so much fun. It's the movie responsible for people thinking zombies eat brains. It's it's <laughs> effects in it are amazing, and it's got the one of the darkest, bleakest endings of any horror movie you'll see. It's a great movie. Great soundtrack too. Just everything mm. about it. it's a never seen it. Oh, dude, you got to watch it. Yeah, I'm not a horror fan. There's good, there's good nudity in there as well, isn't there? Oh yeah, you can see Linnea <laughs> Quigley full frontal nudity. <laughs> um, nice. Classic. Okay, doke. So we've been through quite a few films this evening. Uh, I don't think we've actually. I think we can stop film. here and yeah. uh, pick this up. Pick out next week. <laughs> so next week on the last movie outpost, uh, we'll be we'll talking about one the new, more. The new Christopher <laughs> Nolan film. No, um, <laughs> just a bore of pants off everybody. Okay, so. Number one on the list, we have got Yoda, Empire Strikes Back, me, Cinema Paradiso, Sean Drive, and Matt, the Godfather. Um, I, was, I was expecting Man of Steel, to be honest with you. No. So, well, not even on the it's list. It's not even on the list. Yeah, I know. Well, I did say, I said The Dark Knight was the second grade. Obviously, Superman was the first. We skipped over what I thought was the film, so fuck you, but... No, Bandit Stewart is a great film, but it's not top 25. Well, I didn't. You know, I don't know. The way he goes on about it, I thought maybe. Yeah, no, no. Well, you suck the no, like to, dick. I thought for I sure. I like to go on about it just to get a rise out of you douchebags. Um, <laughs> I don't care, though. I don't know. Like <laughs> yeah, neither do yeah. Um, Okay, so let's start with uh, Yoda. I mean, we've mentioned it, but go on. Tell us about Empire Strikes Back. Uh, you know, I don't want to go too far into it. We talked a lot about it, but I mean, yeah, the... I'll never forget when he said, Luke, no, Luke, I am your father. And it just, I just, my, Wait, who's his line? my, 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 
Who's his Whatever father? Whatever the light is. Who's his father? The, the when Vader is revealed to be his father, don't step on my moment here. I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> it's not the line. He doesn't say Luke. He says, no. No, I am your father. I know. But it just, I remember my brain just exploding in my tiny little nine-year-old head. So, you know, it just, <laughs> it's. Again, a plot. Well done. Just, yeah. With that trilogy. Uh, fantastic all the way around. And uh, it ignited my love of movies. That trilogy is why I love movies today. Good answer. Um, Matt, Godfather. Easily the best film ever made. By far. I don't know. Listen, I could go on about it for fucking hours, but we've been on live for like three hours already. So, listen, it's just the greatest film. It changed everything. I think there's an argument. I think there's an argument to be made that you're right on that. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's a masterpiece yeah. from start to finish. And, and they've done a series recently called uh, The Offer, which was they made. Um, I think it's about eight episodes of the making of the godfather and everything that had to do to get it made and it just makes you appreciate it even more it's just mm-hmm. it's just brilliant marlo brando marlo mm. brando just a masterpiece al pacino just brilliant from start to finish really is great that horse uh, he was very good as the well. whole scene yeah and you know the opening even just the opening uh, uh the, the opening God, it's just so that, just that music. You're just like, do you know what? I need to watch this whole bloody thing. It's only been on mm-hmm. for three seconds. And how many um, careers got started? I mean, Al Pacino yeah. now in Jack and Jill yeah. with Adam Sandler. Thank God. Diane Keaton as well. Uh, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall is one of my favorite of all time, mm-hmm. anyway. So just brilliant. And uh, uh, James Khan, rest in peace. James yeah. Khan. Yep. And uh, and obviously Rocky's wife. I can't remember her name. Talia uh, Shire. Yeah. yeah. Mrs. Rocky. Oh, um, <laughs> Adrian. Um, so, uh, Sean, tell us about Drive with Ryan Gosling. He's literally me. <laughs> <laughs> you say that about all the psychopaths. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's uh, Raff- Nicholas Winding Raffin's best movie. It is a just, oh, where do I even start? Great movie. Very subtle. Lot of lot of depth to it. A lot of people don't you know, give it much thought, but ultra violent, ultra moody, a very nice eighties patina on it. Great soundtrack. Oh man. It's a great movie. I love it. Fucking not a ton of driving in it. Weirdly enough. No, it's <laughs> yeah. not. Yeah. It's not fast and the furious. A lot of no. people, a lot of people found that out. <laughs> a lot of people found that out if, the hard way. Apparently. If there's no, if there's no family in it, I'm not watching it. There is no, there is a, there is a family, a but it, does, it doesn't There's go no very well. Yeah, yeah. You can say well. one thing about Ryan Gosling in this movie. He was neither fast nor furious. Yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Um, I, I do remember watching it, but I haven't seen it for an awfully long time. But then, to be fair, going through this list, there's a lot that's going to go back on my list of things yep. that I need to watch again. Um, Even some of yours, Sean. Was that? <laughs> Even, Even some, some of yours. Of, Even some of yours we're going to put on the list to watch. Um the, my my number one film of all time is Cinema Paradiso, uh, which because is your dad used to take you into the theater. Blah blah blah. We've heard this story a million times. Nobody gives a fuck. See y'all next. <laughs> 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 you know that's hard. <laughs> He's waiting three hours to tell this story. She'll just shit all over him. 
Is that just getting you back for interrupting earlier? I'm sorry to tell you a very touching and emotional story about your dad when you was a kid. I'm going to say, yeah, that that was uh, too too much. Too too far, man. Too far. I'm sorry. I apologize. (laughs) Seriously, tell your touching story that we all very deeply care about. I have actually got my father's ashes here. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure, and I'm sure they'll be very bored from hearing the story of you. So now he's going to be in the bathtub, just pouring them all over. (laughs) Dad, come back, Dad. We've got, we've got a TV program over here called the repair shop where people, they, they repair like old things. And I want somebody to go in with a box of ashes going, yes, my dad, can you do anything with that? (laughs) Yes, can you? Anyway, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell this story, but basically, it's about a young lad growing up in a in a cinema in um, Italy, and the cinema is also the church, and the vicar um, or the priest checks all the movies so that if there's anything dodgy, anything like kissing or passion or anything like that, he cuts them out. And but the kid gets to watch them, and the kid growing up with this this old guy who runs the cinema did remind me. It's just exactly what me and my dad used to do. There was a bit in there where he says about when you check the film, you lick your lips and put it in between your lips to see which side the emotions on. And I still do that with eight millimeter today. Does it with DVDs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which side do I put in? <laughs> that side. <laughs> um. And, it's but a little film, dodgy with the VHS tapes, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no. So wait a minute, how do you tell? What, what, what is, how, how does it feel different? How can you tell the difference? Basically, the 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 cine film itself is it's printed on one side of the film. So <coughs> see, I can feel that the film's on that side. So when I go to splice it, if I have to edit it, you scrape off this part of the film to glue it to the next bit, mm. and and stuff. And so there was. There's that, but the film itself is just—it's a beautiful story of a of a cinema in 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 Italy, and the ending is just when I I watched it for the first time last year. It's been on my watch list for years, and the the ending actually just hit me like a ton of bricks, where I was kind of crying with joy, but sobbing uncontrollably. There's just this beautiful film with it's got the score by um Ennio Marconi, and I to I cannot put this like above any uh, this this goes above every other film i've ever seen i absolutely love cinema parody so it's beautiful film beautiful. i can't i can't believe you had an emotional reaction to a piece of art that's so gay i don't care i loved it <laughs> i've never I'm, um, I'm sad to say that i have not seen it yet uh, we'll it's honestly it it's just it is one of those films like i say that the score in it is fantastic but it's just like i say it he goes to the cinema because it's going to be torn down. So when he's uh, grown up and everything else, he goes to the cinema, it's going to be torn down. And when he goes in it, it turned into like a porn palace and you mm. see all the chairs erect and stuff. And there's old dodgy posters on the wall. And it's just heartbreaking because it's kind of, you know, it's his whole childhood encapsulated in one place and it's going to be torn down. And basically the very, Oh no, I won't, I won't spoil the end, but basically the end is just one of the, it's just, I love, Cinema parody, so it's. Oh, Who's that? That's the wife. Go be oh, See you later. See, I'll call you in a week. All right, bye. Sorry. Nice. All right. That's not, that, was, that was that was actually worse than Sean's. <laughs> <laughs> <In> <laughs> some way, yeah. 
that's my eldest son paying us a visit, and then I've been on here for three hours. So. <laughs> hello, hello, so bye. Cats well, maybe we should wrap this up. Somebody, somebody's seen Cats in the Cradle real quick because uh, Matt just is so <laughs> The cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Okie doke. So basically, yeah, that was our top 25 movies discussed over a three-hour period and all of us never want to see each other again. <laughs> well, I will go ahead and wrap this up. And I think we could see that, uh, you know, obviously there was some overlap in these movies, but there's also a lot of... Uh, uh, different choices, and I think it kind of shows that uh, cinema can be very personal to people and, and kind of reflect some of the history and the moments of our lives, and that kind of hopefully helps people that watch us regularly understand why we are so angry about the corporate content machines that have come out now, that there's nothing that will connect us emotionally to any of this, mm. and we have those that we want that to be again. That's why all these complaints and all these YouTube channels, I think are out there talking about this because you're not creating that anymore. So we are angry for a reason. Yeah. And I think it's legitimate. And I think that uh, this list kind of shows, I mean, there's very, very little that was in this last decade. Uh, I think it was maybe one. uh, Yeah. Triple R or RRR, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Which was a non-Hollywood film, funny enough. <laughs> yeah, which had nothing to do with America. So it gives you an idea. So, but uh, there's been a hundred episodes, and we really appreciate that you have stuck with us as long as you have, and especially this episode, which took way longer than we thought. Next time we just do twenty movies, okay? Mm. Uh, but I had a great time, guys. I really did, and mm. uh, hopefully we'll. Uh, We'll keep this going for another 100 episodes. So this is lastmovieoutpost.com. You can reach us at lastmovieoutpost.com where you can find all the latest in movie news, streaming news, and everything cool about film. We are the cool news now. I am at Drunken Yoda one He is at Boba Phil. And you can see us at Movie Outpost on Twitter. Uh, Matt and... Uh, Oh, yes, we have a Facebook, Last Movie Outpost, and Instagram, at Last Movie Outpost. And, of course, just come to the website. We have uh, You can respond on any of our articles, and we usually interact with anybody. And if you want to reach us directly, email us at contact us at lastmovieoutpost.com. So one last round around the horn. Uh, Phil, got anything you uh, want to add to all this? No, I'm good today. Okay, good, because I, I needed somebody to say something because I was losing oxygen. Uh, <laughs> Matt? Uh, no, it's been fun, and thank you for everyone that did watch and sat through this for three hours. Mm. <laughs> my back Even teeth we are, didn't want to. My back teeth <laughs> are floating. Yeah, I bet. It's three hours, but it was a good three hours. I, yeah. I'm really surprised, Sean, that your battery made it this long since you never plug in when you come to these things. So. Well, I'm using my phone this time, so. Uh, okay, so it lasted. That's good. Well, anything I want to – I don't know what we're going to talk about yeah. next week. We'll figure uh, it out. Well, Halloween. Cecil. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, I'll see if Cecil will join us next week for the um, – we'll start talking about some of our scary movie moments. Oh, that'll be fun. I guess I better get on that list, huh? I mean, if you want to, yeah, you probably should. Don't want to embarrass us and the rest of us three in front of Cecil. Oh, I, I did. That's my, job. Nobody cared. <laughs> That's, That's yeah, my job. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't render feel uh, irrelevant here. When have I embarrassed you guys? Besides every single time. Got it. <laughs> to be Sorry. fair, Yodo, a lot of your twenty-five scariest moments can be taken from this live stream. <laughs> 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 
not does real this laugh include home, does this include home movies not real laugh <laughs> this is movie moments not real laugh moments <laughs> yeah yeah can, can i bring in news clips uh <laughs> no that's that's too that's too scary <laughs> yeah, just, uh, what's your scariest movie 9 11 <laughs> that's like the old joke just to finish with the old joke it just went on what's, for four four weeks man what what's worse what's worse than finding half a worm in a in your apple the, the holocaust <laughs> you know what's worse than finding uh 10 dead you know what's worse than finding 10 dead kids and 10 garbage oh cans oh god Finding one, finding one dead kid in ten garbage cans. Boy. Wrap it up, I, Yoda. He's grandfathered in. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> He's got a contract. It's rock uh, solid. We've had our lawyers look at it. We can't get. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you on the next stream. God, I hope. Ha, ha, ha.